Yes, indeed, One Day at a Time by Polly Connor, of course, ladies and gentlemen, from the TV show that started Valerie Bernelli, Bobby, Bonnie Franklin, Mackenzie Phillips, Pat Schneider, and a boast of many more, ladies and gentlemen. And we welcome you to the first March uh, show of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. 1-605-562-0444-138744 pound. We're expecting the Heartbreak Kid this afternoon, the Rattlesnake and El Patel, Mr. W.C.O. Chad Hinshaw, the Black Widow, Michelle Lindards, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, the last kicker, Amory Rickenbach, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, and a host of many, many, many more. And as we said earlier, folks, we take it one day at a time here, every Monday here on Raw Radio, as I welcome in now the human suplex machine, Mr. John Gross, here on our first March show of 2019. John, welcome. Good to be here. We do have some sad news to report here as we begin the show this afternoon, and you can tell by the tone of my voice it's a little emotional, too, in some ways, how our two things actually we will tell you about them right now. First off, Howard, here in Pittsburgh, of course, last week, ladies and gentlemen, a gentleman who covered sports here in Pittsburgh, one of the most unique sports writers of all time, Roy McHugh, who, of course, worked for the Pittsburgh Press newspaper from 1933 through 1973, ladies and gentlemen, a span of almost 40 years, however, and who was still with us, however, suddenly left us too soon. He was 103 years old, however, and covered a lot of sporting events over the years in Pittsburgh sports history, including the Pitt Panthers, however, football and basketball teams, as well as many other sporting events, however, in Pittsburgh, including, I believe, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Pittsburgh Steelers as well, of the baseball and football teams as well. Roy, of course, was a very unique writer in this town, however, and, of course, covered a lot of very historical things, however, and we'll talk more about him in just a few minutes, however, as I said, folks, he was a very unique individual. And, of course, last week, however, we lost him suddenly, however, at the age of 103, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, as we said, however, he, of course, worked for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, too, as well as the press, ladies and gentlemen. And like we said, folks, he did a lot of writing over the years. To his friends and family, ladies and gentlemen, we say thank you, however, for giving us, however the great memories that you did. And, of course, he passed away a week ago today at the age, as I said, of 103. John, your thoughts about uh, Roy McHugh's passing at the age of 103? Um, um, i got to say, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Certainly, indeed. Of course, he started at the Pittsburgh Press back in 1947, however, and served in World War II and had his first newspaper job, ladies and gentlemen, in his native Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Of course, he wrote five decades of sports, politics, and everyday life in Pittsburgh, however, and he continued well, writing well into his 90s, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, he retired in 1983, and, of course, wrote, however, later on, the story of Art Rooney's clan with U.S. President Art Rooney Jr. And, as we said, folks, our thoughts and prayers, however, are certainly with his friends and family here today, however, as we say goodbye to this legend. Speaking of legends, John, we lost another legend earlier today, however, the great Ted Lindsay, if you will. Yes, folks, the Red Wings great passed away suddenly, however, needless to say, is this nine-time all-star, however, who provided muscle and meanness for the Detroit Red Wings production line of the 50s, and whose award was named after him after, however, he was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1966, ladies and gentlemen, however, passed away suddenly yesterday at the age of 93. Your thoughts about the great Ted Lindsay as we lost him over the weekend at the age of 93? Again, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family. Indeed. Of course, in 2010, who could forget the NHL Players Association renamed its 
version of the MVP award after this great hockey player. He was a nine-time All-Star. They waived its three-year waiting period when they inducted him in 1966. Nine years earlier, he was elected president of the Players' Union, if you will. And in fact, he was the one, John, how you'll be surprised to hear this, was the one that actually started skating with the Stanley Cup after the Stanley Cup trophy was given to the winning team, Howard. So certainly a very unique uh, person, to say the least. His son-in-law, Lloyd LePew, however, that's his real name, no joke here, folks, president of the Ted Lindsay Foundation, Howard's money, money for Autism Research, said that Lindsay died at his home late yesterday afternoon, early yesterday evening in Detroit, however, again, he was 93 years old. Before we get to our last story, ladies and gentlemen, and get to the birthdays and dates, we want to remind you that coming up, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at 11.30 p.m. on FacebookLive.com, be sure to check out, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, John, the Human Suplex Machine, grows his uh, Facebook video, however, on FacebookLive.com, under GRHS at FacebookLive.com. This week, John had a couple interesting State of the Union addresses, however, including what happened with the State of the WWE, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit. But tonight, he'll talk about that at the Fastlane Prediction Show that'll be coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, however. He'll also give you his thoughts about Monday Night Raw that this evening will be coming to you live from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where we understand uh, Roman Reigns is supposed to be there along with Dave Batista, we understand possibly. We also understand that two hosts of SNL, Colin Jost and his partner Michael Che, will be the special guest host this evening in Philadelphia, if you will. Of course, coming up tomorrow night, they will be in Wilkesbury, PA, a couple of hours away from our good friend Big Diesel, Gregor Kramer's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, at the First Union. Um, Let's just say the Mohegan Sun at Casey Plaza, the home of the Baby Penguins, if you will. And then this Sunday, folks, how are they? Will be at Cleveland, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, at the Quicken Loans Arena, the home formerly of LeBron James for Fastlane. Next Monday, I will be attending the show, however, at Raw. Yes, folks, Monday Night Raw returns to Pittsburgh next Monday, folks. So get ready. Steel City, they are coming to you a week from today. And then next Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, we will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, however, in Dayton, Ohio, at the Natir Center, right near Wright State University in Dayton, Ohio, possibly unless that changes. But we will keep you up to date with that story. However, John will let us know, of course, tonight his thoughts about Fastlane about some of the other stories going on this weekend, including a certain ball player who, let's just say, left the nation's capital and headed to Philadelphia and got a big contract out of that this past weekend. I know John does not want to touch upon that today, but he will share his thoughts about that tonight, however, on FacebookLive.com. Be sure to check that out under GRHS again at FacebookLive.com at 11.30 p.m. John, our final story is indeed another heartbreaker, however, and we are sorry we're the bearer of bad news, folks, but we have to share the story, however. Earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, we heard some shocking and sad, heartbreaking entertainment news. Actor Luke Perry, best known to you all as his role in the TV show 90210, and who also, ladies and gentlemen, appeared in the TV show Riverdale, who last Wednesday we told you on our show, ladies and gentlemen, on one of our shows, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, suffered a stroke and collapsed at his home in California, however, and was in serious but stable condition over the weekend, has passed away. Perry passed away early this morning in Los Angeles, however, at the age of 52, and our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family. Our good friend Danny in Oak Park, my very good friend from uh, California, Danny from Oak Park, knew his son Jack very well. In fact, he said Jack was training to be a pro wrestler the last few years out there in his neck of the woods of California, referring to Danny's area. And our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Jack and his entire family, however, as we say goodbye to one of the most unique, uh, very special people in Hollywood, if you will, however. Again, Luke Perry, ladies and gentlemen, 90210 star, formerly in which they were supposed to start a reboot very soon, however, with Jenny Garth 
along with Ian Searling and Jason Priestley, now will have to put that show on hold for a while as they say goodbye to their fellow co-star and fellow brother and friend, if you will, Howard. As they said, you found out the news today, Howard, that Luke Perry passed away in his sleep very early this morning, just a short time ago as we were coming on the air today at the age of 52. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Perry's friends and family here to say least. John, your thoughts about this very heartbreaking, tragic news about Luke Perry. Well, it's been a lot of deaths lately today. It has. And like I said, uh, this one hits home in a lot of ways for a lot of people who grew up watching that show and fans of that show. I know my girlfriend watched that show when she was a girl, little girl. She told me uh, when I told her the news today before we came on the air, she was shocked. She thought I was joking. I said, no, look on your Twitter. And she has Twitter. And then she looked on her Twitter, and within seconds, she was just about to break down crying. So, yes, folks, our thoughts and prayers are with Luke's friends and family today as we say goodbye to this uh, very unique, special person. And we'll talk more about that here in the coming days ahead. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go down to birthdays and dates with John Howard. When we come back, folks, we'll talk about a certain WWE uh, former wrestler and WCW wrestler who found out today she will be put into this year's 2019 Hall of Fame class, and another one is not that far behind. We'll tell you which persons are going in next, Howard, and we'll also tell you who's already in as far as the Hall of Fame and weigh in on that topic with John and the rest of the gang here this afternoon, as well as give you our fast lane predictions. And then we're going to talk a little March Madness. Yes, folks, March Madness is around the corner, folks. We'll give you our thoughts about that, too. So right now, let's turn over to John right now with his birthdays and dates. And when we come back, folks, we'll discuss the Hall of Fame that has already been shaped up for the 2019 class and get everyone's thoughts on it. So right now, let's turn it over to John with his thoughts on that right now. All right, 97 years ago today in Wichita, Kansas, Ed the Strangler Lewis defeated Stanley's Zabisco to win the World Heavyweight Championship. 22 years ago today, WCW presented Nitro from the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. This would be the last ever event, I mean 22 years ago, hosted by the home arena of WCW and its two spiritual predecessors in Jim Crockett Promotions and Georgia Championship Wrestling. And it's a shame, too, because they could have had Gordon Soley if he was not sick. I think Gordon was sick around that time. I mean, if Gordon was up to it, I mean, just imagine if him and Tony and Bobby the Brain he would have called that last show in the Army. That would have been a, just a, a, a bittersweet and a very, uh, let's just say, emotional uh, farewell to one of the most unique buildings, of course, that hosted a lot of great events, including Hawks basketball and, for a brief time, hockey in the early 80s, I believe, with the Atlanta Flames before they moved to Calgary, and that was the Omni. Also on the same day, WWE presented Monday Night Raw from in Berlin, Germany, and this was the show most notably featured the finals of the tournament to crown the first ever WWE European Champion. Joe only got a 1.9 rating, and that was the British Bulldog defeating Owen Hart in the tournament final to become the WWE European Champion. Yes, that's right. Yep. Um, 16 years ago today on Raw, from Uniondale, New York, Stone Cold Steve Austin made his first appearance on the show since... Wait a minute, I'm going to... March that's okay, you find, no, no, stay on there, stay on there. You're fine. We'll go back to yeah. March 2nd here in a minute. You're fine. You're doing fine. Yeah, we'll go to March 2nd later. We'll go to March yeah. 2nd later. All right, 16 years ago today on Raw, 
from Uniondale, New York, Stone Cold Steve Austin made his first appearance on the show since his walkout from the company last summer. I think we all know, because of all this, when he was scheduled to lose to Brock Lesnar at the King of the Rings, and that would be his second walkout. Well, two weeks after the second walkout, him and Deborah, him and his wife Deborah, got involved in a big argument with Austin hitting Deborah, and he was arrested and charged with domestic abuse in August. But Austin and McMahon had resolved their differences, but he was fined pretty heavily for six five thousand dollars. So he was able to talk it down to just two fifty thousand dollars. Still a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, Eleven years ago today, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship was officially retired with Hornswoggle recognized as its last champion. <laughs> but that didn't last, but not very long, because it's back. Yes, it did. You're right. Ten, ten years ago today, Mr. T, in an interview with the UK Mirror, revealed he had turned down an invitation to go into the WWE Hall of Fame. Because of Pete Rose appearing in the Hall of Fame. However, he would get in the Hall of Fame in 2014. Yes. Five years ago today, WWE announced that Paul Bearer would be posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, yes! Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Five years ago today on Raw from Chicago, the Usos defeated the New Age Outlaws to win the WWE Tag Team Championship, and the episode is also most remembered for the supposed return of CM Punk. But that's what the Chicago crowd was expecting. Instead, they get Paul Heyman. Right. All right. Three years ago today, Hayabusa died of a hemorrhage in his home in Tokyo, Japan, at the age of 47. Also on that same day, New Japan Pro said it would bring back the Super J Cup tournament on August 21st. And let's see, wrestling birthdays for March 3rd. J.D., I'm wondering if you can still hear me. I can hear you fine. You're doing just fine. I can hear you crystal clear. Okay. All right, we're all good. All right. Happy, uh, happy, um, happy 35th birthday to, uh, Hanson of the War Raiders, and a happy, uh, 38th, 38th birthday to Justin Gabriel. Now I can get on with March 2. Yes, also happy 55th birthday to Glenn Kolka, believe it or not, as he turned 55 yesterday. Let's go to uh, Saturday now. That's okay, guys. In case you're wondering, Johnson's so now sequence, it's no problem, guys. Before we get on to that, John, on Saturday, we want to remind you that coming up, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night we will be having our two for Tuesday beginning at 7 p.m. with Revisited 139926 Pound. Join John, myself, and the rest of the gang talking about another time and place in our Time Machine show. And then we'll give you our thoughts about Raw at 9 p.m. and get you set up for Fast Lane, ladies and gentlemen, which, by the way, this Sunday, folks, the prediction show will start at 5 p.m. on Revolution 138055 Pound. Tomorrow night, Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you, of course, however, and then we'll be breaking it down for you. Ex- 
X's and O's as far as Fastlane goes, and also our Fastlane predictions as well this Sunday. So be sure to check that out tomorrow and Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution. Then on Wednesday, our triple header, however, gets into full bloom. Thursday, we've got a, a single show, of course, Wolfpack, 138521 Pound. and I will have the news for you on that show as well. John will have the birthdays and dates as well. And Thursday is going to be a very special day on the Raw Radio Show, however, as well as next week, however, when Raw comes to Pittsburgh. But folks, Thursday night will be a very special day as well on the Wolfpack show, however, because our human suplex machine is having his <laughs> birthday this week, ladies and gentlemen, turning 30 years old. Yes, folks, the big 3-0. Happy 30th birthday to him. No, no. Not yet. Nope. Not yet? Oh, I thought it was probably not 28. Yet, 28? Okay, well, we'll be celebrating in style, ladies and gentlemen, with the man himself. Yes, folks, the human suplex machine will be joining us for what will be a very happy, happy celebration. So, John, from myself, Fonzie, Michelle, Gerard, and the rest of the gang, of course, including Ann, JML, Jeff, and everyone, we will be having a good old-fashioned birthday party for you, and you better be ready, Howard, because we're going to have you as the guest of honor, obviously, at your big day this Thursday. So be sure to check that out, Wolfpack, folks. It promises to be a great show Thursday night. And by the way, the yep. call ID is one three eight five two one pound. Okay, let's go to Saturday. Sorry about that. Now, all right. Twenty six years ago today, on WCW Worldwide taping in Macon, Georgia, the Hollywood Blondes defeated Ricky Steamboat and Shane Douglas to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. The match yep. airs on tape delay. Twenty five days later, also on the taping, Paul Warndorf defeated Eric Watson in a tournament. Finals to win the WCW World Television Championship. And an interesting little nugget. Future World Champions Cactus Jack, Vinny Vegas, Chris Benoit, and Robbie V were all part of the 16-man tournament. Hmm. Eleven years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Takshi Morimasha defeated Misahuru Misawa to win the GHC Heavyweight Championship. And today would have been the 39th birthday of Lance Cade. We lost him in 2010 due to heart failure. Yes. Also, happy happy 55th birthday. No, 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 I got it. I got it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I've got it. Happy 48th birthday to Monami Toyota. And I think, as you were saying, happy 59th birthday to Deborah. Yes, and there was another one, too. Happy 55th birthday to Mike Von Eric, who tragically took his life one month after his 23rd birthday in April of 87. And happy 44th birthday to my brother-in-law, John Connors, however, who, of course, however, celebrated his birthday this past weekend as he was with uh, his friend uh, up at his friend's camp about a half hour, 45 minutes away from my neck of the woods hour. But he celebrated his birthday this past Saturday. So happy birthday to him from uh, your brother-in-law here at Raw Radio uh, there, uh, Johnny C., Hope you had a great birthday on Saturday. All right. Okay, let's go. 45 years ago today in Madison Square Garden in New York City, Bruno Sammartino and Nikolai Volkov fought to a draw for the WWE Championship. Why? It's because the match was stopped due to the Bills' 11 p.m. curfew after 53 minutes. I don't get that. 
Well, for a long time, I'll tell you why. Because for a long time, Howard, even before they got to TV, when they started doing TV, that was always the thing. They always did a. It was always, and I mentioned it before, and I've talked about it a couple times here on the show, not just here, but on all our shows. They used to call it a Broadway, Howard. And what it was, Howard, like I said, they, I think this was the only time they did. I think they did a lot of Broadways back in the day, not just in the WWF at the time, but I think all the territories. Like, I think down in Mid South, Georgia, Florida. I think it was. Uh, Randy Savage's dad's promotion uh, down there in Kentucky and Tennessee. I think they did some in California and up in Portland. They used to do these draws, however, like a half hour, 40, 45 minutes, or an hour long, depending on where you were. But more often than not, the Worldwide Wrestling Federation was one of the few places that I think started it because they did a lot of those events, like I said, when they were in the Northeast Tower in the 60s and 70s, like in places like Boston, Philly, Washington, Pittsburgh, uh, Portland, New Haven, Syracuse, Buffalo, all those places, however. And like I said, the Garden was always, they always had a lot of Broadway's, however, because, like I said, if you would start the show, like, say, 7.30 or 8 o'clock, or 8 o'clock at night on, like, say, a Monday night or Tuesday night, however, but I think it was Monday nights, they would go until about 10.30 or 11 or after 11 o'clock, and they would not have any events until after 11 p.m. Uh, John, please continue. I'll be back in a moment, please. Okay, 24 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Stan Hansen defeated Toshui Kawada to win the All Japan Triple Crown Championship. Okay, sorry 19, about that. What was that? What was that one you just mentioned? Uh, sorry, 24, year, 24 years ago today in Tokyo, Japan, Stan Hansen won the All Japan Triple Crown Championship. Yes, the madman from Boulder, Texas, the former AWA World Champion, six foot six. 295, 300 pounds, a former WCW U.S. champion, the madman Stan Hansen, who had some great battles yep. with Bruno San Martino, broke his neck, and also Bobby Backlund. Yep. 19 years ago today in ECW on TNN, RVD vacated the ECW World Television title due to injury and even 700 days. That's incredible when you think about that. That is pretty darn cool. Incredible. Nine years and ago today, during I was in the ECW arena, I remember that. Yep. Nine years ago today, RVD was also men- is also mentioned as he signed for TNA, defeating Sting in just 12 seconds. Wow. Yep. Six years ago today, WWE presented a 2013 edition of Old School Raw from the first Niagara Center in Buffalo, New York. The show began with the first live appearance of The Undertaker since Raw 1000. Also of note, Mae Young made her last ever television appearance as the WWE Superstar celebrated her 90th birthday, which actually wasn't for another week. After the show, Young was presented with a personally monogrammed WWE Divas Championship belt. And we also got to see some legends in action as well. Yes. Jim Duggan defeated Jack Swagger by disqualification. And the New Age Outlaws defeated Epico and Primo. Yes, the Colons. Yep, I hope when they have old school night nine again, I hope they bring back the Raw stage as well. Well, I mean, hopefully, I mean, you know, I would like to, see, you know, what I'd like to see them do it. I think they could do it, and I hope they do it, and maybe they can consider this. What if they do it, like say, possibly maybe in your neck of the woods, right before WrestleMania, like the Monday night before WrestleMania on April first in DC? They could, could be. Could be. Could happen. Yeah. All right. CM Punk defeated Randy Orton, 
Sheamus and The Big Show in a fatal four-way match to earn a match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. Ooh. Yep. Three years ago, to, four years ago today, I think Rey Mysterio signed the contract to be with AAA. And I'm going to see if there's any birthdays here. Okay. All right. All right. Happy, happy uh, 39th birthday to Sarita. And a happy 30, 33rd birthday to Dalton Castle. Also, happy 45th birthday to Crowbar, and a very special happy 47th wedding anniversary to my folks today who are celebrating their birthday. How funny is this, though? It was snowing yesterday, and the day they got married back in 71, however, believe it or not, it was snowing that day, too. Go figure. But happy 47th birthday to my mom and dad today as well. I'd like to say congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so... <laughs> It, they're definitely they're going to enjoy it, no doubt about it. Thank you very much, John. Let's give you the number again: one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three seven four four pound. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, and I will be back. right back. While John's stepping out, I will give you the caller ID, ladies and gentlemen. Hit 138-10-44-POUND, and John will be back in just a moment, folks. We are expecting, as I said, the King and Queen of Madness, King N.W. George T. Smith, who did give you the news earlier today about Luke Perry just a couple of hours ago, right before we came on the air. I do want to thank him for giving me that update news, however. Also, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, hopefully will be joining us along with Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Rousnake, and Al Patel, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, the Big... Uh, IQ Jeff Tears, the JML Experience, of course, Ronda Rush Wright, and of course, the Empress herself, Anne Maria Kampak. Now, don't forget, tomorrow night, or excuse me, Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a very special triple header beginning for you at 6.30 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, 141387. John, myself, and of course, Chad will talk about the latest music, politics, and movies, and sports, plus the box office report, including, however, what might be happening this week with the debut of Captain Marvel. Will it live up to the high power after... How to Train Your Dragon, the last two weeks has been number one. We'll see if it'll be the number one movie this coming weekend. Plus, folks, of course, at 8 p.m., we'll have the Wrestling Debate Show for you, 139925-POUND. And then we'll recap SmackDown for you, of course, on from Tuesday's show, tomorrow night's show, which, by the way, they've already announced, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, which uh, R-Truth will be opening up his challenge once again, ladies and gentlemen, against somebody, we're not sure who, tomorrow night in Wilkes-Barre. That'll be very interesting, but be sure to check that out this Wednesday night. Of course, we'll also be recapping SmackDown for you, ladies and gentlemen. This Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, that should be a very interesting night on Revolution. Be sure to check that out at 9 p.m. Now let us see if John has returned, however. John, are you back with us? Okay, apparently he is going to be back with us in just a moment here, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, bear with us, of course. We will give uh, John's thoughts here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, here in just a few moments. Of course, as we said, Fastlane is coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, from the Big Q, Quicken Loans Arena. Already four matches have been announced. Tower, we might have a fifth one announced maybe tonight. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Uh, like I said, we are uh, anxiously awaiting the return of John, however, and when we come back with John here in just a few minutes, we're going to get John's thoughts about a couple things that have been going on, ladies and gentlemen, in the world of wrestling over the past week, as we will hear what he has to say about that. Let's see if John is now back with us. John, have you, return- have you returned? And I think he is on his way back as we speak, ladies and gentlemen, so uh, bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. We are definitely efforting to try out... Uh, 
So like I said, uh, it's on here. Also, as Sean says, Howard on his Facebook Live video, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, be sure to check out on Facebook, Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen, it's on my page along with Gerard Michelle and the rest of the gang, Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0. For all your wrestling, sports, and entertainment needs, we do not encourage Howard adult entertainment, Howard, like uh, very, very adult entertainment, let's just say porno-type entertainment. We encourage family wholesome entertainment and also past movie reviews of uh, and current movie reviews however, as well as soundtracks, clips, trailers memories however and also you can put up your favorite sports memories however past or present ladies and gentlemen whether it be wrestling, football, baseball, basketball as well as news headlines but again folks if you're going to do that however be sure to ask myself and John first hand along with Gerard and Michelle However, if you can join, that's on FacebookLive.com or Facebook.com. Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 for all your sports and entertainment and wrestling needs. And I believe John is now back with us now. John, have you returned? I think he is back, however. We're efforting uh, to get John back here very shortly here. And like I said, folks, let us give you an update right now on what's going on as far as the Weather Center goes, however, and let you know, however, what's going on. First off, however, in... Um, like I said, John's neck of the woods. Let's tell you what's going on in John's neck of the woods here, ladies and gentlemen. Tell you the report of the weather. Right now, it is partly cloudy and 39 degrees today with some sunshine and clouds. Tomorrow will be 36 in the same way. 29 on Wednesday, Thursday 37, Friday 41 in rain, 46 in sun and clouds Saturday, 50 in rain on Sunday, and then 54 with sun and clouds on Monday, folks. So it looks like it's going to be pretty warm down in John's neck of the woods there this coming week. Meanwhile, Mr. WCW's Neck of the Woods Tower, here's the way the weather looks there. It is 45 and partly cloudy with sun and clouds right now. Tomorrow will be the same way. 42 in sunshine on Wednesday. 49 with sun and clouds on Thursday. 49 in rain on Friday. 56 with sun and clouds on Saturday. 67, almost near 70, with a chance of heavy rain on Sunday. And then 16 rain next Monday. But it's starting to warm up down there in Trinity, North Carolina. Meanwhile, my neck of the woods right now, it is currently 26 degrees with sun and clouds right now, but tomorrow it will be sun and clouds in 23, 24 and cloudy on Wednesday, 29 with sun and clouds on Thursday, 38 rain on Friday, but then 47 with sun and clouds on Saturday, so it looks pretty good, 54 rain on Sunday, but then 45 with clouds on Monday. So it's slowly warming up in Fonzie, my neck of the woods, however, but right now it is sun and clouds there as well. Meanwhile, let's take a look in Palm Valley, right. Virginia, MLD's neck of the woods. I'm just giving the weather here, John, before we get your thoughts here in just a minute. Giving everyone the weather update here. Right now, it's 45 and cloudy in Palmyra. Tomorrow, it'll be sun and clouds. 45, however, there in Palmyra. 37 in sunshine on Wednesday. 44 with sun and clouds on Thursday. 44 in rain on Friday. 52 with sun and clouds on Saturday. 56 in rain on Sunday. And then 60 with sun and clouds next Monday. So it's going to be pretty nice in Palmyra in MLD's neck of the woods. Meanwhile, Howard, let's take a look, Howard, and tell you what's going on in Jacksonville, ladies and gentlemen, home of the Empress Anne-Marie Kambach, ladies and gentlemen, and give you a report on that story. Before we go to Tampa and Toronto, we'll go to uh, Tampa last. Right now, it's partly cloudy and 32 with sun and clouds in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Right now, it's supposed to be 34 today, 45 tomorrow in sunshine, 47 with sun and clouds Wednesday, 48 in clouds on Thursday, 59 in rain on Friday, 66 in rain on Saturday, 63 on Sunday with sun and clouds. And then Monday, 60, and sun and clouds in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Right now, it's 32 in uh, the Empress neck of the woods. Meanwhile, George T. Smith's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, it is 18 and mostly cloudy with sun and clouds, but tomorrow it will be 19 in snow, 
18 with sun and cloud power on Wednesday, 25 with sun and cloud on Thursday, 33 and 32 on Friday and Saturday, respectively, 43 in rain on Sunday, and then 37 and cloudy on Monday. But it is none of these warm up there in GTS's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, there in Toronto, over Canada, if you will, hopefully in the next few days. And finally, folks, in Tampa, ladies and gentlemen, in the old neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen, it is 76 and cloudy right now, but tomorrow will be 63 and cloudy, but sunshine Wednesday and Thursday, 64 and 74, respectively. Sun and clouds, however, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 79, 84, and 85, respectively, and then 84 next Monday with sun and clouds as well. So it is starting to warm up down there in Tampa as well, and now I'm telling you right now, I say it every time, however, send the warm weather here, please. I mean, we need it up here. Seriously. But anyway, speaking of Tampa, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we understand they could be making an announcement, ladies and gentlemen, however, about WrestleMania 36. That could be coming, ladies and gentlemen, as early as possibly the next couple of days. However, we understand, however, it could be revealed, however, possibly within the next couple of days or by the end of this week. We have heard Raymond James Stadium could be the location for WrestleMania 36. We'll have to wait and see what happens. John, I will get your thoughts on this right now. WrestleMania 36 coming to Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. The question is, will it happen, however, and do you see it happening? I think it will happen. Yes, I would agree there. I would definitely agree with you there, however. Of course, we'll definitely have to let you know about that, however. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, we have heard, according to reports, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, we understand, however, the reason why Arn Anderson, however, mind you, however, was fired, however, apparently last week. We understand Alicia Fox showed up intoxicated at a live event, and he allowed her to perform anyway. Anderson was the agent for Fox's match, and Vince was said to be upset when he found out that was the final star, which led to Anderson getting fired. It is unknown what her status in the company is. She was not backstage last week and has not fought a live event in the last few weeks. At that show, however, back in February, the day before the Raw show in Grand Rapids, she teamed up with Mickey James and Nikki Cross and lost to Bailey, Dana Brooke, and Natty. Uh, we heard about uh, Arn Anderson, however, who was let go after 18 years, however, just last week, however, and there was talk about why he was let go. But now we know the real reason why. John, your thoughts about this whole thing? Um, yeah, I heard about this, too. And, uh, like I said, we'll definitely uh, give you our thoughts about this, Howard. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we understand that coming up, Howard, AEW has announced, Howard, in July, they will have their second event, Howard, live at TIA Bank Field, ladies and gentlemen, at the Daly's Place Amphitheater in Jacksonville on July 13th, however, mind you, which is located right near TIA Bank Field, the home of the Jaguars. John, your thoughts, however, about this thing, and like I said, do you think that was the real reason why Arn Anderson was given the boot by Vince? Because a lot of people said that was one of the reasons, but there was also talk that uh, originally him and Vince really never got along with each other, despite the fact they worked together for quite a long time. I heard different accounts from this whole thing between this and the other story. What was your take about the whole thing in general? Who, Arn and Vince? Yes. Uh, no comment. No comment? Okay. Well, we'll definitely be watching that very carefully. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, we understand, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we saw what happened, ladies and gentlemen, this past week here, ladies and gentlemen, however, this past week, however, of course, as you know, last Monday night was a very interesting night, ladies and gentlemen, that did happen, however, let's just say, involving one particular person, however, involving Ric Flair. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes, however. But that being said, speaking of the WWE Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen, we found out last week, however, the second participant has been announced to the WWE Hall of Fame. It is the former WWE 
WWFIC champion who held it for a year, ladies and gentlemen, and always said he was cool, cocky, and bad, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, we were talking about the one and only Honky Tonk Man, ladies and gentlemen, a.k.a. Roy Wayne Ferris, the cousin of, uh, like I said, however, the cousin of, um, let's just say, of, uh, let's just say, the uh, so-called cousin of Ric Flair at one time, if you will. But that being said, folks, a lot of people, however, uh, we saw what happened. How it was announced last week, however, that the Honky Tonk Man, who held the title for about a year, however, mind you, definitely had a chance to get his uh, notice put into the Hall of Fame last week on Tuesday. A lot of people still think, however, that ridiculous, however, that he was put in the Hall of Fame. I kind of agree with that. But John, overall, however. He was announced to the Hall of Fame, however, believe it or not, however, last Tuesday. And then earlier today, we heard the third person was inducted into the Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. And that, of course, was none other with, uh, believe it or not, however, uh, announcement of none other than Tory Wilson. Yes, folks, Tory Wilson is going into the Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. As we found out, ladies and gentlemen, that, uh, believe it or not, she will be the third person put into the Hall of Fame. Your thoughts about Tory Wilson and the Honky Tonk Man both being announced to the WWE Hall of Fame? Yeah, Tori was hot back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to say, well-deserved for her. Yeah. Sorry about that noise here, folks. I'm just doing some... Okay. Do you think that uh, this was the time to put her in? Do you think they could have waited a little more, however, as far as her... Uh, I think her, they could have uh, waited a little... I would assume they would have waited a little more. Yeah. I was thinking that, too. I was thinking that, too. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly about that. No question about it. Uh, what about the Honky Tonk Man? What are your thoughts about the Honky Tonk Man going in? He 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 deserves it. See, I have a different take about it. I mean, yes, he was a champion for 400-some days, however, in the longest-term IC champion. But, you know, I heard a lot of people say from different interviews I'm watching online and hearing people directly in other radio shows how to say that he was always coming off as a pompous, arrogant ass, he always thought he was bigger than beneath everybody. He didn't do much in WCW. Of course, he rubbed fish off the wrong way, as well as Flair and Hogan. And he was just brought in because of Hogan, however, and other people who jumped ship from WCW, or excuse me, from WWE to WCW in the early mid '90s, like '93, '94, '95, around that time. And he never really amounted to anything. Yeah, there were a couple of times he came back and did some color commentary and other stuff for the WWE, including being in the 2001 World War I. I mean, who could forget when Kane chucked him over the ropes? However, that was pretty. <laughs> funny. And him but, with his uh, guitar. And him with his guitar, that's right, exactly. I forgot about that. But yeah, I mean, he was champ for in some days. I will give him a little bit of credit there, because at the time, I don't think, no one up until that point, however, had held the belt for much longer than less than 100 or 150, 200 some days. And I think he was the longest term champion up to a point, you know. But at the end of the day, I just, I just don't feel he was deserving, you know. And there's been talk also about another particular legend maybe going in very soon. I mean, we've heard uh, people say Bam Bam Bigelow should be the headliner. I think he should, considering it's in New Jersey. Of course, the Beast of the East and formerly of the Jersey Triad and former ECW and WCW and WWE performer, I think definitely deserves to go in this year. Uh, another guy who's been talked about, and we talked about him, and I kind of talked to uh, chat about this along with, uh, I think I mentioned it to you or Facebook, talked to you offline about this, however, over the weekend, 
and I talked yeah, to a few did. other people about this. Uh, there's been talk about Brutus the Barber beefcake going in. See, I don't think beefcake should go in either. I mean, beefcake really, except for being Hogan's lackey and being a WCW guy as the booty man, the Zodiac, or the butcher, I mean, what, and the disciple, I mean, what did he do? I mean, he was a good tag team wrestler with Greg Valentine, don't get me wrong, in the mid-80s or the early 80s, mid-80s, but other than that, I mean, he hasn't been amounted to much, you know, I mean, Personally, I just don't think he deserves to go in. He's just like the honky-tonk man. I mean, I think WWE is just reaching for people at this point. I mean, yes, they could put more people in. Like we said, the British Bulldogs. I mean, we could say Owen Hart. We could say other people. I mean, I mean Ivan Koloff's another name I'm thinking of, Howard. Wahoo McDaniels hasn't gone in yet. I mean, why aren't they going in? I, just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And I know WWE's trying to scale back their Hall of Fame, but this year, except for maybe DX Howard so far... This might be the weakest Hall of Fame class I've seen in a long time. It really is. And unless it gets stronger in the next two or three weeks, it might go down as one of the worst Hall of Fame classes of the year. And maybe of all time. We'll see. But uh, that's just my opinion. I'm going to stick to it, however. Like I said, I mean, John and I will be watching this very carefully. Um, another story, I think, John, that was mentioned today, I think it was on this date. Uh, it was 35 years ago today, uh, if I'm not mistaken, however, and I'm looking at the story right now. I think uh, it was Wahoo on this day, talking about Wahoo McDaniel. It was on this day 35 years ago, him and Mark Youngblood beat Sergeant Darren Canoodle and Cowboy Ace Bobborn Jr. for the NWA World Tag Titles in Charlotte. And then two years later, Tully Blanchard beat our own, if you will, the American Dream, baby, Dusty Rhodes for the national title in Spartanburg, South Carolina, believe it or not. So talk about crazy, however. Like I said, however, but like I said, folks, we will definitely be talking about this, however, like I said, mind you, a lot of people definitely uh, talking about that, however, mind you, however, so uh, we'll definitely see, but as I said, folks, next Monday, folks, we're going to have a very special edition of Raw Radio, however, if you will, we'll be talking about March Madness, if you, of course, the big tournament coming up this uh, next week, John and I will give you our thoughts, however, on uh, we, who we think, however, today, who should be the four number one seeds in each region. But next week, we'll be having the whole gang with us, hopefully, and give you our thoughts and predictions on who we think, however, will be, however, the uh, team or teams to watch out for in the dance, however. But right now, I can tell you here are my predictions, how who I think it'll be uh, in each region. Of course, the conference terms, I believe, start, I believe, tonight. And they will go until Sunday, if you will. And then, of course, Sunday night, uh, Saturday night into Sunday. But uh, we'll find out who the four number one seeds are by Sunday evening. Here's the way I look at it right now. In the East, however, I think the number one seed, however, by far in the East, however, at this point, however, barring any circumstance, could be, once again, either Villanova or it could be North Carolina. I think North Carolina and Villanova are going to really battle that out to see who is the better team. North Carolina still has Duke to play this Saturday night. That is going to be a crucial game for Roy Williams. And by the way, folks, we do want to wish one of my, wish one of my favorite coaches, Roy Williams, a very serious um, uh, get-well-wish hour to him after what happened Saturday night. He experienced apparently vertigo, we understand, during the game against Clemson and collapsed during the game. We understand he's okay, though, but we're not sure if he'll be back on the floor, however, for the last few games or maybe anytime soon. But we have not heard any updates as of yet. However, uh, we did hear, however, that he was okay after the game and uh, said to be doing a little bit better, which is good to report. But I can tell you right now, that was pretty scary when I heard the news Saturday night, however, early yesterday morning about Coach Roy Williams. But I'll tell you right now, I think it's going to be either Villanova and North Carolina going to be battling number one in the East. I mean, the way I see it right now, I think North Carolina will be number one in the East, I feel, unless Villanova takes that top honor 
in the South, again, it could be one of those two teams, but I'll tell you another team to watch out for right now. Even though they stumbled against Tennessee this week, I still think Kentucky is a team to watch out for. I really like John Calipari's squad this year. They've got some big bodies in the front court. However, I think them they could challenge Tennessee again for that SEC title again maybe this weekend. And I believe that will be held down in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, I think, for the SEC championship. I'll have to double-check to be sure, but I think one of those teams will be out there. In the Midwest, I like Michigan. I'm telling you right now, I love Michigan and John Beeline. I mean, being a Michigan fan, how I think Michigan is the real McCoy. Uh, Michigan State took a little bit of a hit this week, so I think they go back a little bit. So I'm going to put Michigan or maybe Kansas out there. And in the West, without question, it's Gonzaga. Gonzaga is too damn good. I think they're 30-1 and one or 29-2. and two. They have a chance to run for the West Coast Conference title again against teams like maybe St. Mary's and Santa Clara, I think. I think they'll be the number one seed overall. So right now, those are my four number one seeds. Again, in the East Tower, I think right now you have to give Carolina a big edge tower in the top five right now, or Villanova. I think it's going to be one of them, too. Down south, it's going to be either Kentucky or Tennessee. In the Midwest, I feel it's going to be either Michigan or Kansas. And I think in the West, Tower, you've got to give Gonzaga their due. John, what do your four number one seeds look like right now? Uh, don't know yet. All right, that's okay. But we'll definitely hear from you about this next Monday, folks. And like I said, folks, we're definitely going to let you know, however, what's coming up. Of course, a lot uh, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, this coming week in uh, college basketball. Of course, uh, a lot of the conference tournaments and final regular season games Will be, uh, like I said, Howard. And I just heard some news about Tiger Woods, folks, that is going to interest you all. Apparently, we understand we thought Tiger Woods, Howard, was going to be playing this weekend at the Arnold Palmer Bay Hill Invitational. And we understand, Howard, he is now not going to make it. As a result, he announced on Twitter his back's okay, but he hopes to be back the following week, Howard, for the Players' Championship. He just tweeted out a few moments ago he will not be allowed to play this week due to a neck strain. So apparently Tiger Woods has now withdrawn from the big tournament down in Florida, Howard, in Orlando. And as a result, Howard, he says, I'm sorry, Howard, I'm really disappointed to miss this, Howard. But right now my neck seems to be the big issue, Howard. I hope to be back on the floor, or back on the course very soon. And speaking of floor, ladies and gentlemen, here are some of the games you'll see tonight in basketball. UVA versus Syracuse, Howard, at 7 o'clock. Kansas State and Texas Christian at 9 on ESPN2. And on... Uh, ESPN is Texas Tech in Texas. Uh, in spring training, meanwhile, let's take a look and tell you what's going on, however, as far as baseball goes, how are, what's going on today in spring training. Uh, let's get an update of what's going on this afternoon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, right now, John, your boys are playing the Marlins at 7-6 in the bottom of the eighth inning. So far, the Nets are having a very good spring at 6-3, and 2-2 two and two away from their facility. Pittsburgh, however, meanwhile, is off today, folks. However, they will be back in action tomorrow. They have had a very rough spring, however, of course, let's just say. Uh, let's see what they're going to be up to tomorrow here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I know yesterday had a tough day, however, at the office. No pun intended. In fact, yesterday, John, your boys yesterday looking ahead yesterday. Uh, my boys yesterday stumbled 10-4, to 4, uh, if you will. That was a tough one. Uh, your boys ended up beating Houston, believe it or not, 4-2. to as, uh, like I said, that was a big win for them. But the Pirates are off to a real tough spring right now. Four and five this spring. They have been really struggling, however. In fact, however, they, uh, like I said, lost to Toronto, however, two to one. They lost to the Yanks, eight six. The Phillies, seven to three. They did tie Toronto, one one. They beat the Yanks, eight seven. And, of course, they lost to the Rays, 
if you will, 10 to 4 yesterday. Uh, they are off today, however. I do believe they will be back on the floor. Let's see. I think tomorrow, let's see. They look at their schedule. They will be playing, yes, at Baltimore tomorrow, however. They will be on TV Wednesday against the Red Sox at 1 p.m. Then they're back home against the Orioles again on Thursday in Brent, Pirate City. Friday, and Saturday, Friday, of course, they have a split squad game with Toronto. And then Saturday, they'll be playing Minnesota. And then at the Yankees and Atlanta next Sunday, Monday. So, folks, that's the way it looks right now. But like I said, uh, it was very interesting, however. Like I said, for their first spring training home game, they had 4,449 uh, 4, fans, if you will. Like I said, they did defeat the Red Sox last Monday, 3 nothing. But, folks, they've been in a funk ever since, however. Even though they uh, split, however, even though, actually, they, yeah, they split on Friday. However, they tied 1-1, however, mind you, but they did lose to the Phillies again for the second time this spring, however, 7-3, however, Friday afternoon, if you will. And then, of course, as I said, they won 8-7 on Saturday and then lost a tough one 10-4 yesterday, if you will, however, in front of 6,000 fans in Pirate City. But tomorrow they will be back in Sarasota and, and, and Boston before they come home on Thursday to Pirate City. So, folks, uh, that's some of the stories right now. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about Fastlane. Yes, folks, Fastlane. And right now, folks, we have four matches that have been looked at so far. And again, folks, that will be coming up this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on the WWE Network, ladies and gentlemen. The theme going into this, ladies and gentlemen, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on a second. I just saw it a moment ago here. I'll tell you what it is. It is entitled, however... Apparently there's no, no catchphrase here. Okay, so there we go, folks. Anyway, folks, we're going to tell you right now how we have four matches listed. But before we do, however, let's talk about last week's television on Raw and in on also, believe it or not, on SmackDown. John, a lot went down in Charlotte and also in Atlanta. Let's get your thoughts. What stood out for you last Monday night in both Atlanta and Charlotte on Tuesday? Um, no comment. No comment. Well, I'll tell you what I thought, Howard. First off, as you know, it was Ric Flair's 70th birthday, of course, and we Anyone saw... Anyone know why? No comment? Why is that? You're going to save it for tonight, right? It's because the, the foolishness of the foolishness of Batista attacking Flair and yes. Vince McMahon giving Kofi Kingston his shot. Yes, uh, we'll talk about that. First off, I'll mention the uh, Batista theme before I talk about the matches at Fastlane. Good point, John. But the Thank other you. good thing about Raw was Roman Reigns announcing... Yes, uh, we'll talk about that, too. Very good point, John. Uh, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, last Monday night, Roman Reigns for the first time in almost literally three months, ladies and gentlemen, almost three months to the day, however, that he announced, however, that he was stricken with leukemia and needed some time off. However, he shocked us all and surprised us all, ladies and gentlemen, by showing up on Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen, live from the ATL, ladies and gentlemen. A lot went down last Monday night. What an emotional night that was to see Roman back out there and say, I'm healthy, I'm cleared, I'm ready to go back in the ring again. However, the question is, will he be ready to go either at Fastlane this weekend or maybe at WrestleMania in five weeks? We don't know yet. We'll have to wait and see, but there's been talk there could be an eight-person tag coming up possibly this Monday or Sunday at Fastlane. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Very good point. And then you just mentioned Batista and Ric Flair celebration. John, good point. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I had something in my throat. But uh, there was talk, of course, uh, Dave Batista was going to show up and wish Ric Flair a happy birthday. Well, he wished him a happy birthday, all right. And let's just say a lot of people were not very happy about the actions of one Dave Batista who decided to ruin Ric Flair's 70th birthday party in style as uh, Shawn Michaels, Rick Steamboat, uh, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Stephanie, 
and a bunch of people were ready to say happy birthday to the man himself. But Dave Bautista decided to ruin all the celebration. We understand that Dave Bautista could be there in Philadelphia tonight, however, at Monday Night Raw next week in Pittsburgh to set up the match between him and Triple H. We understand that those two could be getting it on WrestleMania. We'll be talking about it in the next few weeks, folks. But I'll tell you what, Howard, what Dave Bautista did last Monday was absolutely despicable, was deplorable, and was just absolutely un- uh, unfathomable. And I'll tell you right now, folks, what he did, Howard, was absolutely disgusting. In a word, disgusting for what he did. I mean, this should have been Ric Flair's night. This should have been the time to celebrate with his friends and family. But no, Dave Bautista decided to take it upon himself to ruin what was a great night and turn it into a nightmare for the Flair family and friends, however, who were there in Atlanta. And of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, we saw Becky Lynch arrested, Howard, and I've already made my opinion about that in the past. I'm definitely going to continue to raise my voice about that more and more in the coming weeks ahead. But folks, the other big story, of course, was what Ronda Rousey did by leading the title in the center of the ring as she told Stephanie McMahon what she thought of her. And we understand there's been a lot of tension, however, over the last few days between Stephanie and Ronda, we understand, however, as well as some other things. Uh, John, I'm sure you heard about the story on Twitter, what Becky said to Ronda. Oh, Ronda yeah. said to Becky. Uh, would you care to comment on that, perhaps? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. How about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Out of, con- Out of control, you say? That was fun. That was crazy. And do you think, however, that she may be speculating possibly along with uh, possibly want to return tonight in Philadelphia, do you feel? I feel like all hell could break loose with those these two if that were mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah, I mean, last week John had a good headline, ladies and gentlemen. Awful and awesome in Atlanta. I think tonight, however, we're going to say pain and pleasure in Philadelphia. Painful in Philadelphia. Possibly uh, progress in Philadelphia. You never know, folks. It's going to be interesting, but we'll definitely be watching that at the top of the hour at 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, we have not heard any matches have been confirmed yet, as of yet, however, as we said, but we will be watching that very, very carefully. In the meantime now, folks, now we're going to give you our thoughts about Fastlane, give you our predictions, however, and hopefully we'll have uh, uh, Fonzie and, of course, Janelle join us here in the 4 o'clock hour here. And if not, we will hopefully hear from them at some point sometime this week. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's get John's thoughts and break down the show for you X's and O's right now. We begin first off, John, with a tag team extravaganza out of the Boston Hug duo of Bailey and Sasha taking on Nia and Tamina. We saw what happened last week, of course, with Sasha beating up on Tamina. Afterwards, however, actually, it was Bailey beating on uh, Nia Jax, shall we say. Sasha and Tamina were in the opposite corners of their respectable uh, partners. Overall, Howard, can the Boston Hug uh, get out of Cleveland in one piece, Howard, with a big win, Howard, or does the Samoan Sisterhood find a way to stop them here and take their tag titles away? What do you see in this one? I say Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, I could see that, too. I mean, I've already voiced my pa- uh, things about the past, however, with Diane Tamina, and you can always tell that I am not very impressed whenever I watch these two in front of Diane Tamina. I mean, I think she's just uh, so good to... Uh, Basically, that her crap don't stink. That's just saying she thinks she's good at everything. However, well, she's probably there because we all know why. That's because of her uncle Dwayne, if you will, and because of that Samoan legacy. And of course, you know what I've said about Tamina in the past. So yeah, I'm going to go with you as well on this one. I think the Boston Hug duo becomes successful here and get out of uh, Cleveland in one piece with those tag titles still around their waist. I'm going to go with them as well. Up next, uh, 
Oscar versus Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, as you know, cost Oscar a match at one point. This was supposed to be Sonya Deville here, but now it looks like how Sonya Deville might be in the corner with her bestie, if you will. We've heard a lot of rumblings that Oscar is very unhappy right now, and that they're talking about doing something with her for WrestleMania. What do you see happen to Oscar in this one, and where do they go from here following this involving Oscar? I say Oscar retains the title. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I do too. I do too. I would agree with you there. I would definitely uh, agree with you there. However, we'll have to wait to see what happens. I have no question about it. I would agree with you there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, like I said, however, uh, that being said, I would agree with you there. So I'm going to go with Oscar uh, as well. Uh, so there you go. Up next, of course, a unique match in its own right, ladies and gentlemen. The Usos, Jimmy and Jay, ladies and gentlemen. The Uso Penitentiary, however, the current champions taking on the duo of Miz and Shane. Miz and Shane haven't seen eye to eye over the last few weeks, Harold, but they're going to have the Miz's dad in his corner. Can Miz and Shane put it back together in Miz's hometown? Or will the Miz and Shane start to crack more and more, however, and tension build between these two? John, how do you see this one shaping up for the tag team titles? I think the uses are going to retain here, and I think we're going to see the cracks of um, Shane and the Miz. Yeah, I would agree there. I've, I've talked about that before, too. I would have to agree with you there, no question about it. Now, there's been talk, however, ladies and gentlemen, we could have this announcement tonight, however, ladies and gentlemen. We have not been able to confirm it yet, though, but uh, we'll get John's thoughts anyway if, in fact, they do announce it, ladies and gentlemen. This eight-person tag involving Baron Coxstein, Corbin, Bobby the Brute, Lashley with his boy Leo Rush, if you will, lethargic Leo Rush, that is, however, or lackluster Leo Rush, whatever you want to call him, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Drew the monster, the Drew the Dragon Slayer uh, Maniac McIntyre, and, of course, everyone's a piece of human excrement, human feces, if you will. The Bob Dylan of the WWE, as he calls himself, or the troubadour of the WWE. The piece of human cow flop, if you will, Elias, taking on the shield and possibly Big Bad Braun Strowman, the monster among men. This could be announced as early as tonight, possibly, or maybe in Mania. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But, John, if indeed this match happens on Sunday, how do you see this one shaping up? Especially with the, there's some talk out of that this could be one of Dean's last big appearances before his contract runs up after Mania or prior to Mania? I think the Shield and Strowman are going to win. No, I would agree with you there as well. I would have to agree with you there as well. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, as Sean pointed out, ladies and gentlemen, after what happened last Tuesday night, we thought it was all signed, sealed, and delivered in Charlotte, ladies and gentlemen. It was going to be the yes man himself, the goat man himself, the man who has his Wii title and likes to toke up, ladies and gentlemen, the man who's a vegan, however, ladies and gentlemen, and who has, of course, one of the bellas being his lovely wife, if you will, the yes man or the man who continues to be, well, let's just say, a not very popular guy right now, Daniel Bryan, ladies and gentlemen, the goat man himself, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Kofi Kingston. Or so we thought it was going to be Kofi Kingston until suddenly, out of nowhere, the master of the pop-up power bomb, Gerard's favorite person, one of my favorite people, ladies and gentlemen, over the years, I've watched this guy for a long time, going back to when he started out, however, in Ring of Honor, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens, whatever you want to call him, he's back. Yes, folks. The so-called ogre of the WWE, ladies and gentlemen, is back, and he is ready to kick some tail and ready to show Kofi and Daniel Bryan in the WWE roster that he wants that SmackDown title. John, I ask you, will KO deliver the big knockout to take Daniel's title, or will Daniel stay in one place going into Mania facing either Kofi or Mustafa Ali, or maybe Owens again, either in a triple threat, a four-way? I mean, where do they go from here involving Daniel and KO following uh, this one, and who wins this one going into Sunday? I'll be honest with you. I thought I thought Kevin Owens was going to stick around and stay on Raw, but that that kind of surprised me much that Kevin Owens wanted to stay on SmackDown. 
I mean, he he's in the best shape of his career. He looks he looks good. He looks healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope somehow he wins, but but at the same time, you know, Daniel's going to use Eric Rowan Eric Rowan to his advantage. Sure. And I've sure. heard and I've also heard that Sami Zayn could could interfere in the match and wind up costing Kevin Owens the title. Yeah, I, I've heard that rum- I've heard that stuff. I've heard that rumor too, John. I heard that earlier, actually, uh, on Friday night. Actually, I heard that rumor on Friday night. You know, I read somewhere about that. Well, there's been some talk about that. So you're going to go with the S Men? See, I, I want to go against the Sorry. Bryan. No, it's okay. No, what, what, what for your pick or just sorry for uh, what just happened? Just my pick. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. No, I mean, I, I, I think Daniel Bryan has had a good run somewhat with this title. Don't get me wrong. I think he's had a pretty good run. But I just think, however, that right now you've got to give someone like Mustafa Ali. You've got to give definitely, however, like I said, Kofi Kingston an opportunity. I mean, Kofi should have been in this spot all along. What Vince did last uh, Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, in my opinion, was just downright, I mean, I'm trying to think how. I mean, this was just absolutely, in a word, just, Weird. I mean, weird and bizarre, to say the least. But, folks, like I said, we will definitely be watching this very carefully. Again, there are four matches that have been listed for this week. We could have a fifth one announced, maybe. Maybe another one tonight, too. We'll have to wait and see. But, folks, be sure to check that out. Bell time, 7 p.m. this Sunday from the Big Q, the Quick and Loans Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in Cleveland, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a great show. Hopefully it will be a really good show as well. And uh, we'll definitely be watching that as well. Uh, John, I have to step out for a minute. I just want to uh, talk about anything real quick uh, to our fans out there. Please do. I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. Okay, I'm back. 
And I can All tell right. right now, we are expecting here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, here we'll be hearing from him relatively shortly. Even, even though he was a little late today, that's understandable. He will be joining us here in a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. He is the heartbreak kid, ladies and gentlemen. HBK himself from my neck of the woods, Fonzie, of course, will be joining us here in a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. We also hope to hear from Mr. WCW as well as the Rouse here in the 4 o'clock hour. As it's three minutes, like I said, we'll be, uh, like I said, we'll be uh, hearing from both of these gentlemen here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be hopefully hearing from uh, one of them here in just a few moments. Here. I'm just trying to get time here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm still here, Janie. Okay, I know. But I have to pee, though. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead? Uh, well, step out for a few minutes since I already stepped out. And we'll, uh, be expecting him. we'll be expecting John back here. Just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, we'll be expecting him. I guess I'll be expecting for the heart break to be a few moments here. Ladies we are also expecting hopefully for now thinking now, now along with Queen of Badness, Miss Michelle and Dodds, Miss Michelle and Dodds, and of course, we also want to congratulate Michelle's mom, however, mind you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, however, we are expecting, of course, we do want to congratulate Michelle, however, like I said, however, uh, we are expecting, of course, we do want to send our congrats to Michelle's mom, Christy Dodds, who, of course, just found out last week, ladies and gentlemen, she will be our first participant here, ladies and gentlemen, however, of the 2019 WWE uh, CW Hall of Fame. Uh, Gerard, Michelle, and uh, Chad, along with yours truly, did have a part in uh, getting her into the Hall of Fame, but Gerard and Michelle, along with Chad, did it much, however. Like I said, however, but like I said, we do want to congratulate Michelle's mom for uh, being put into the WCW Hall of Fame. Of course, as we found out, however, last Tuesday night, she was the first participant into the 2019 Hall of Fame. And like we said, folks, uh, we just found out this announcement last Tuesday, so folks, very, very cool, to say the least. Woo! All right, John is back now, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hopefully be able to 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 Yes. feel much better now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I, uh, like I said, and we are going to be hearing from hopefully in just a few moments, uh, a couple of our... Uh, Big names here, ladies and gentlemen. Hold um, on a second. Whoops. Uh, I can say hello. 
Uh, like I said, how I'm gonna do it. Uh, like I said, how I'm. Alright. Alright, how I'm gonna Hold on, let me. I'm still here. I know. I heard something. Did you just hear something? No. I thought I did. Hmm. Uh, like I said, folks, we definitely, uh, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, here, uh, we're, like I said, we're expecting, of course, um, surprises here very shortly. I would think, at least I hope we are. And like I said, we are expecting here in just a few minutes, we're trying to find out some other news here. This afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, if we were going to get this uh, going here, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I'm looking for some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen, of what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, uh, I have not heard anything else yet, but I'm sure a lot of people saw the big interview, of course, this past week with Antonio Brown. We also heard that the Houston Texans now have used their franchise tag, believe it or not, however, uh, like I said, have chosen to tag their pass rusher, Javon, Javon, Javon Clowney, if you will. According to reports, the team used the non-exclusive designation, meaning the team can sign him to an offer sheet once free agent begins next week, ladies and gentlemen, but would have to surrender two first-round picks if the Texans choose not to match it. So there you go, folks. Also, we have heard reports that the Jacksonville Jaguars, yes, folks, the Jacksonville Jagos, if you will, as I like to call them, could be getting after Nick Foles, believe it or not. The oh, quarterback who could be giving up uh, his time in Philadelphia, ladies and gentlemen. We understand he could be heading down south, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. However, who, me? Yeah. Uh, but as I said, folks, however, uh, like I said, I do know, however, like I said, however, we'll definitely, uh, like I said, we do know that next week, of course, like, uh, yes, next Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, Free agency will begin, but we understand, like I said, folks, uh, coming up a week from Wednesday, it'll start. But, folks, uh, as we said, it's going to be very interesting, folks. How we'll have to wait and see what happens. But, folks, we were definitely going to be watching that very carefully. Nick Foles, of course, is leaving Philadelphia. We understand how, or excuse me, 
Yes, is being fed off ahead in Jacksonville. We understand in return the Jaguars could be getting rid of their star quarterback, Blake Bortles, believe it or not. Yes, folks, Blake Bortles could be playing his final game. Let's just say, however, possibly as far as uh, him goes. And, John, you're going to like this, Howard. According to reports, Howard, from CBS Sports, we understand Ian Rappaport is reporting that the Miami Dolphins could be trading their star quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, to your boys, the Washington Redskins. Yes, folks, the Washington Redskins could be looking for a new starting QB, and he could be heading to the nation's capital, according to the Miami Herald, we understand. And there has been discussion right now that they could be looking at Ryan Tannehill. Your thoughts about this? Wow. That's a surprise. Yes. Yes, indeed. Of course, as we said, folks, we'll definitely be watching that very carefully, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, over the week, of course, a very interesting, however, uh, thing, uh, mind you, however, Let's just say, let's just say, uh, a lot of people, of course, talking about what happened, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's been a very interesting, let's just say, week of AAF football, if you will, the Alliance of American Football, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen. It is continuing to uh, well be interesting, let's just say, in a lot of ways. And here are the games that uh, happened uh, this past week, however. The San Diego Fleet, of course, lost to the Memphis Express, however, despite the Express uh, down 20-15 to 15 at halftime to the Fleet, however. The Express roared on in the second half, however, scoring 11 points in the final quarter, win 26-23. Steve Spur and the Orlando Apollos, however, defeated the Salt Lake Giants, despite the fact they were only up 6-3 at halftime, beat them 20-11. to 11. The San Antonio Commanders, ladies and gentlemen, however, tied at 3-3 with the Birmingham Iron, but the Iron, of course, melted down to the last minute and lost by only one, 12-11. And the Arizona Hot Sauce, however, lost to the Atlanta Legends, despite the Legends leading up only 8-3 at halftime, hung on for a 14-11 win. Now, here are the games you will see this week, folks. It will be Orlando and Birmingham on TNT at 2 p.m. at Legion Field in Birmingham. Saturday night will be Salt Lake City traveling to San Diego. Salt Lake City under Coach Dennis Erickson struggling at 1-3. The Fleet 2-2. Two two. Sunday, however, should be an interesting game with 1-3 teams. Christian Hackenberg and the Memphis Express travel to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Legends at 1-3. And, and then in the nightcap, folks, it'll be an interesting game with 2-2 two two teams going at it, ladies and gentlemen, as the Commanders, however, hope to command back into a winning uh, win after getting the second win of the season just yesterday against the Iron. Travel to Arizona to take on the Hot Shots, however, in Arizona. So those are your games this week in week number five, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as the AAF goes, however. Wow. Excuse me. Sorry about that, folks. I had to call my throat there. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, speaking of Birmingham, folks, Howard and Alabama, uh, one thing we did not touch upon, uh, we want to touch upon this, John, I'm sure you saw the news about this. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Birmingham right now. A lot has happened down there over the last few days, Howard, due to a very severe storm that killed 25 people, we understand, let's just say. And as a result, Howard, they are still uh, surveying the damage and problems down there in Birmingham. So uh, our thoughts are with those people, certainly without question, Howard, and we hope that they get back on their feet very soon. But it's going to take them a good while to get back on their feet. However, uh, we heard the news over the weekend, Howard, again, according to reports, 25 people have been feared dead due to this very nasty weather, however, in Birmingham. So our thoughts and prayers are with those people in Birmingham, certainly without question. And I will be back in just a minute here, folks, however, so give me a moment. Right. <laughs> 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 
ladies and gentlemen, I see us now. Joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, Heller from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, Heller. He is the Hulkamaniac, ladies and gentlemen. He is, of course, the man who keeps it real down there in Bucks country, ladies and gentlemen. Let's welcome him in now, ladies and gentlemen. He is our good friend, the Rattlesnake and Al Patel. And Al, welcome. What is even going on? I'm confused with all this noise and, and like, um, all that. I, I don't know how I'm going to speak in the today, man. I have no idea. There's too much call scuttlebutt today, man. Yeah, I know. I don't know, I know how you guys are doing the show today, but I'm, I'm not really pleased right now, but... Go right ahead, well, I guess. We're trying. We're trying. I mean, maybe it's just because of John's on a, a remote location. That's why. I mean, we've had a lot to deal with today. Sorry about that, Howard. I mean, we are trying our best here. That's all we can say. We are trying our best here. But uh, we did talk a little bit ago, however, about March Madness. We talked about uh, Luke Perry and Tory Wilson, the Hall of Fame. However, if you want to share with us your thoughts about uh, Tory Wilson going into the Hall of Fame and the passing of television superstar Luke Perry, please, by all means, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, I've never watched nine oh nine oh two, and I've never seen him on an episode of Simpsons either, so I can't really comment on that one. Um, I know Danny mentioned it earlier. He uh, he posted something about that. So yeah, yeah, he did talk. I think. But no, was, I've, he, that, I think. Yeah, I think he I mentioned. Care. Yeah, I think he mentioned. I think he mentioned that uh, Luke's son Jack, believe it, I believe, Alicia or whatever. What's that? Uh, what did you say? Uh, he was part of the show. Uh... Good. Okay, am I on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on. You're on. Go ahead. Okay, I don't. Okay, I don't know what's what's going on here. Okay. Ah, uh, so I was saying, like, yeah, so, so, uh, so our friend Danny, yeah, he posted, he posted on Perry, and so he was saying, um, he was, yeah. I know, too, I'm, that's, like, something about crime investigation, and then, uh, and then, like, especially, yeah, when he was, uh, but I don't know, uh, but why? What? Then, uh, and how old was he? Uh, he was fifty-two. He passed on today. Okay. And what? Stop saying. You're breaking out a little. Ah, oh, connection today or what? Okay. It might be your phone, maybe. Okay. Um. Okay, am I am I am I on now? You're on, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I was saying, uh, so what what caused uh, what caused him the death? Was it natural cause? Was it uh, was it cancer? He had a stroke. He had, he had a, he had a stroke last Tuesday or Wednesday. We understand, and he was taken by uh, ambulance to the hospital where he was hooked up to machines. However, and apparently. They say he just uh, apparently I don't know he collapsed at his house high and then he rested and Ooh. they're not sure why it happened and then apparently he was on a ventilator and then until uh, this morning and then they finally uh, feared the worst however and unfortunately the worst did come down however and that was uh, we found out the news that he passed away at the age of fifty two. Oh okay uh, yes well that's, yeah that's a uh, that's a loss in the, uh, the acting uh, world yeah that's a big loss. Uh, 
As far as uh, yes, Tory going into all of them, I I guess I mean that's that's a mixed bag, right? Because um, because not only did she do wrestling, but she did uh, other stuff too, like Playboy and all that stuff. So that's kind of controversial stuff. But uh, but I know she I know she was a good wrestler back in the day, you know. Um, <laughs> but they just didn't give her any title. Didn't they didn't give her any title reigns, which was sad. Uh, she was one of them that should have got one. It was like Stacy. Uh, Maria Canales, like those girls were just, you know, uh, there to look pretty, I guess. But uh, Trish uh-huh. and Lita and all them, they surpassed them and got like seven reigns, six reigns, whatever. So that was that was unfair for Tori, you know. She didn't get any title reigns. That was that was terrible. But I guess they'll I guess they'll remember her for her, I guess, um, for her moments there, I guess. You know, bikini contests, you know, all that stuff, like the sure. stuff we we can't see nowadays. We saw back then that kind of stuff, like the matches that she was in. She was in probably. She'll get mm-hmm. you know, recognition for that, I guess. But I don't see any reason why she would be in it. But uh, that's that's my take on that. But that's about it. Those are points indeed. Uh, before we get uh, your thoughts on this thing, uh, anything else, I do want to bring up another story I just saw a moment ago. Have you guys ever heard of the group Prodigy? Don? No. Danell, have you heard of Prodigy? Okay, is it is it one of their songs? Uh, gosh, help me here. Um, is it "Breathe" or something like that? Or I, I know so. they have one what's song. What? What? Let me. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, breathe. Yeah, yeah. It's called breathe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got it. That was it. Like Firestarter. Actually, you ever hear the song Firestarter? Have you ever heard of that one? Don, have you heard about that song? No, I haven't. Okay. And now, have you heard of that one, Firestarter by The Prodigy? Apparently, we're having a difficulty time hearing it now. John, you can hear me fine, right? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I was just making sure. Okay. Uh, let's see if Anel is back with us. Anel, are you back with us? Well, anyway, we'll talk about. We'll try to get back to Anel in a moment here. But anyway, the story here goes, ladies and gentlemen. Prodigy frontman Keith Flint was found dead earlier today at his home in Essex, England. He was 49 years old. At the time, police were called to his house for a welfare check during which the body was discovered. While police believe there is no reason to suspect foul play, Prodigy founder Liam Howlett believes he committed suicide, saying the following, however, about um, Flint. The news is true, however. I can't believe I'm saying this, but our brother Keith took his own life over the weekend. I'm shell-shocked, angry, confused, and heartbroken. Uh, we would have to agree with those sentiments, too, I think. However, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Mr. Flint's friends and family today, however, as we heard another tragedy uh, hit the world. And we're back with Anel now. Now, welcome back. I just mentioned uh, the star, the song Firestarter by Prodigy, and this is how the story goes. TMZ reports that Prodigy frontman Keith Flint was found dead at his house today in Essex, England. He was 49. Police were called to his house for a welfare check during which the body was discovered. While police believe there is no reason to suspect foul play, Prodigy founder Liam Hallett believes he committed suicide, saying the following on an Instagram post. The news is true. I can't believe I'm seeing this, but our brother Keith took his own life over the weekend. I'm shell-shocked, angry, confused, and heartbroken. 
uh, your thoughts about this. Okay, yeah. So when I was when I was getting cut off from apparently or I or, or hanged up for me, I said, uh, "Are you talking about the prodigy?" Because uh, yes, the uh, prodigy who had the song Firestarter. Yes, the prodigy, the group. Okay, the that makes sense now. Yeah, because yeah, because I cause I heard yeah, because I see breathe breathe as one of the songs on there, and then mm-hmm. yeah, Firestarter is another one. I haven't heard that one yet, but yeah, that yeah, I've heard one of their songs. Okay, so their lead singer passed away. Yeah. Yes, he committed suicide over Ooh. the weekend. He was poisoned. He was 47. I'll be right back. Yeah, you want to talk about it? Go ahead. With John. I'll be right back in two seconds, guys. Ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I used to listen to Pro- to Prodigy ba- back in the day, at least, like, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know what, what their band was all about. But, wow, okay, their lead singer passed away. Wow, a lot of passings uh, happened over the weekend. Oof. Wow. Okay. Hmm. How was your weekend, Anil? Ah, oh, great. It was great. Um, I haven't checked. Uh, I haven't checked how my lightning did this weekend. I think. I think JD can probably fill me on that one. But I've yeah. never, I haven't seen what my lightning did this week. I don't know. How you doing today, man? Great, man. Great, great. Same here, buddy. Same. Let's see, let's see what comes up with this week. So yeah. Ugh. I know. I hope. I hope it does. I hope it does good. Hope it's good. Oh man, I can't. Uh, do you see any? Do you see any? Uh, do you see any cap? No Capitals game no, over the weekend. How'd your Caps do this weekend? I, I don't. I haven't really much followed hockey. All. Um, I haven't really. Oh, you know, really. Not, not to them, not really. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I've been pretty, pretty busy, you know. <laughs> okay, wow, I'm back. Sorry about that. So, sorry about that. Now I had to take a call there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was, uh, yeah, so I was mentioning John. I was like, uh, so yeah, so we have Keith Flynn and, and then, um, you know, Luke. So that, that's a, that's a lot of, uh, a lot of deaths over the weekend and, and, and crazy that uh, that uh, that we get the news today, you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's yes. insane though. I mean, so yeah, so I remember, yeah, so I was telling John, I remember Prodigy, yeah, I remember listening to them like like way back, but I don't know like um how long they've been around, but yeah, it sucks that they're uh releasing her committed suicide uh over the weekend. So now now they're enough to I don't know how how that band's gonna work. That's right. that's yeah, gonna be uh a big loss there. Uh, no so yeah. Yep, no question. And I did tell John we do have an update on the Arn Anderson story, however, why he was dismissed. Now, according okay. to reports, and this is what I told John, according to Wrestling Inc., however, we understand, Anderson was fired after Alicia Fox showed up intoxicated at a live event, and he allowed her to perform. Anderson was the agent for Fox's match, and Vince was said to be furious when he found out, and it was, quote, the final straw which led to Anderson getting fired. It is unknown what her status in the company is. She was not backstage at Raw this past last week in Atlanta, has not wrestled a live event, or since a live event, I should say, in Saginaw, Michigan, within the past month. At that show, she teamed up with Nikki James and Nikki Cross and lost to Bailey, Dana Brooke, and Natalia, however. And, uh, mm. of course, we saw what happened last week with the Ric Flair celebration. Your thoughts about the new developments involving uh, Arn Anderson, and now your thoughts about what happened last week on Raw and SmackDown, in your opinion. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it sucks, uh, it sucks to see Arn Anderson, you know, letting, um, 
Alicia Fox uh, wrestle while she was intoxicated. That, that's a big no-no as it is. And then, you know, letting her wrestle as well. Uh, yeah, I think that that, that, gives, that gives you a pink slip as it is. So, uh, so, I, so it sucks to let, uh, let Arn Anderson go. You know, Vince had to do what was right and, you know, rightfully so. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Ric Flair thing was kind of shocking, you know. Um, didn't think Batista would come out of nowhere on Raw, and then SmackDown. You know, you have you have Charlotte begging for the women's title now since uh, Ronda put it to rest last week. She put it on the mat, and so yeah, so we'll see what, what happens with that tonight. But yeah, both yeah, both Raw and SmackDown are kind uh, kind of mystery like. So there's a lot of mystery going on in both shows last week. Now now we'll see what uh, we have in store for this week. Yeah, no question, no question about it. And we will be watching very carefully, as we said, folks, a lot going on this week, however, to say the least. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, as we told you, you can check out where the WWE is in an action facility near you, ladies and gentlemen, and we will tell you where you can check out the latest superstars in action at a facility near you. Of course, coming up tonight in uh, the Westchester uh, Civic Center, ladies and gentlemen, in White Plains, New York, or the County Center, excuse me, in White Plains, New York. Also, the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. The tickets are still available for that show in Philadelphia tonight. Tomorrow night, the Mohegan Sun Arena at Casey Plaza in Wilkes-Barre, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we just found out this, ladies and gentlemen. I just saw this moments ago, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up Monday night, April the 29th. Yes, folks, Monday night, April the 29th, folks. We will be coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, folks, Lexington, Kentucky. The home of the Kitty Cats, the Wildcats of UK, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, how are and tickets will go on sale for that live event, ladies and gentlemen, coming up this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Rupp Arena box office. Also, ladies and gentlemen, in Huntington, West Virginia, how are that same night at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena, ladies and gentlemen, however, and uh, you're going to laugh at this now, and so will you, John, however. The Corbin Arena, yes, folks, the Corbin Arena in Corbin, Kentucky, will be having the same event on May the 6th, ladies and gentlemen. But, folks, uh, don't forget, of course, coming up, uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, excuse me, this Friday night from 6 to 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, at the Chicago World of Wheels at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in Rosemont. Howard, come meet the phenomenal one, A.J. Styles. And this Saturday at the Walmart in East Lake, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, come meet Pittsburgh's own Kurt Angle. Yes, folks, Kurt Angle will be in the East Lake area this Saturday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, from 2 to 4 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. Also, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, come meet the Mid Tower prior to the big event, ladies and gentlemen, at Fastlane at the Cricket Wireless Store in Cleveland, Ohio, in his hometown at 5162 mm. Pearl Road from 11 to 1 this Sunday. Get there early, folks. However, if you want an autograph, however, we're telling everyone ahead of time, get there ahead of time because it's going to be pretty crazy. And then from 2 to 4.30 p.m., Howard, in Voorhees, New Jersey, come meet Howard Ricochet, a.k.a. Ricochet, the former North American champion, mm-hmm. and Tommaso Chiappa, however, however. Yes, folks, the NXT World Champion will be there, but we understand Tommaso Chiappa could be out of action for a while, maybe, we understand, due to an injury, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye up on that, ladies and gentlemen, as we said. We told you we're going to be next Monday and Tuesday. Then, folks, of course, following St. Patrick's Day, folks, of course, two weeks from today, we will be in Chicago. Yes, folks, Chi-Town, Illinois, Allstate Arena. Get ready. We're coming to your neck of the woods there on Michigan Avenue in the Yale, however, in the Windy City, however, with Chicago pizza in our hands, however. On March the 18th, March 19th, we head off to Indianapolis, ladies and gentlemen, to the Banker's Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then, folks... 
March 25th, we head to Beantown. Yes, folks, Beantown. But before the Beantown show, folks, from 12 to 2.30, three week, two weeks from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, at the World of Wheels at the Boston Seaport Hotel and World Trade Center in Boston, come meet the man burning it down, Seth freaking Rollins, as he will be talking to the fans there. That's Sunday before the Boston show on Sunday, March 24th, ladies and gentlemen, in Boston. That should be a lot of fun. And then, ladies and gentlemen, at the Cricket Wireless Store, the morning of the show in Boston, ladies and gentlemen, come meet John's favorite, the Golden Goddess herself, Alexa Bliss, ladies and gentlemen, how are at 522 <laughs> River Street in Mattapan, Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen, how are just outside of Boston. Oh, Three weeks from today, as she will be talking to the fans there at the Cricket Wireless store before the Boston show that Monday night in Mattapan, oh, ladies and man. gentlemen, that Monday morning. The 26th will be in the, Mo- the Mohegan Sun, how are ladies and gentlemen, how are in Unicusville, Connecticut, and then, <clears> folks, here we go. This is going to be fun for you all. Yes, folks, DC 101 of the boys from Washington, D.C. John, I know you're ready for this one. Monday, April Fool's Day, folks. We're not going to be fooling around, folks. We're going to be in John's hometown, <laughs> Washington, D.C., folks, right before WrestleMania. The Capital One Arena mm. is coming to open up their doors to us, and we will be ready to party in D.C. in big-time way, however, that Monday night. And then Tuesday, April the 2nd, ladies and gentlemen, we head off to Baltimore, ladies and gentlemen, for the World Farms Arena, right before we head up to New York, ladies and gentlemen, with SmackDown Live. So, folks, things are going to get very intense here in the next four weeks, but, folks, I also have an updated on schedules, however, in June and July, and I'm going to pull that out here in just a minute, as I will be back in one minute, so hold on. Okay. Okay, I'm back. As I said, folks, we have... Wait a minute. Uh Uh-oh. That could mean only one thing, ladies and gentlemen. The Lone Rangers here. Yes, folks. Yep. And yes, folks, that means only one thing. The Lone Ranger and his family horse, Tonto, are here joining us down there in beautiful <laughs> Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. He rides the horse over to Ric Flair's house into Cam Noon's house for <laughs> barbecue, beer, and everything in between, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Welcome him in, ladies and gentlemen. He is the nature boy himself, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us from Trinity, <sighs> North Carolina this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, where hopefully it's a little bit warmer than it is here in Pittsburgh and <clears> definitely <throat> warm in John's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. Let us turn mm. it over now to Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, we welcome you. Uh, thank you very much. First off, J.D., Lone Ranger's horse is named Silver. I said Silver. You said Tonto. Yes. Well, Tonto Silver, I mean, like I said, whatever. But like I said, he's riding on the white horse. That's all that matters. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but, uh, I was just, just telling, I was getting ready to tell John and Nell some of the events that are coming up in July, folks. However, and we'll get your answers here in just a few minutes. Some of the stories we're talking about here this afternoon. We are also expecting the heartbreak kit as well here shortly. Here's where you can check the early report, ladies and gentlemen, of where WWE will be in June and July. June 3rd, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be in Austin, Texas for Monday Night Raw on the campus of the Longhorns. Yes, folks, we'll be hooking them in a big time way down there in the Lone Star State once again. <laughs> June 4th, we head down to Laredo, ladies and gentlemen, however, for SmackDown Live. Then, June 10th, ladies and gentlemen, we head out to San Josie. Yes, folks, do you know the way to San Josie? San Jose, Silicon Valley, ladies and gentlemen, we will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen, at the SAP Center, the SAP Center, if you will. And then, folks, how we'll be heading to the capital of California, June 11th, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yes, June 11th was SmackDown Live in Sacramento. Then, June 16th, San Diego. Yes, folks, San Diego will be welcoming a major backlash, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. June 17th, we head up to L.A. Yes, folks, Tinseltown and Hollywood will be welcoming us in a big-time way the night after backlash at the Staples Center. And then, folks, June 18th, however, at the Citizens Bank Business Arena in Ontario, California. Tickets are already going on sale for that event in the next few weeks, we understand. Then, June 24th and the 25th. First, the 24th. We were back in the city in February, however, SmackDown. This time, they're going to welcome us in with Monday Night Raw for the first time ever. Yes, folks, the Trade of the Winds Arena in Everett, Washington, in eastern Washington State, if you will, up there in the Pacific Northwest is where we're going to be. And then the 25th, folks, Portland. Yes, folks, the City of Roses at the Moda Center. Yes, Portland, Oregon, the Beaver State. We'll be seeing plenty of beaver and also plenty of Nike shoes to wear <laughs> in Portland, ladies and gentlemen, on the 25th. <laughs> then in July, get ready, July, we're going to have a big-time party, to say the least. First off, July 1. Dallas. Yes, folks, Big D will be welcoming us there, however, at the American Airlines Center, the home of Mark Cuban. July 2nd will continue the fireworks hire, this time in the Alamo City of San Antonio. Yes, folks, Shawn Michaels, Tex-Mex, and everything in between will be welcoming us there in San Antonio right before the 4th of July there. July 8th, ladies and gentlemen, we head to Newark, not one of my favorite cities, but we'll be going there anyway. Newark, New Jersey, <laughs> at the Prudential Center, ladies and gentlemen, with Monday Night Raw, right after the 4th of July. July 9th, Manchester, New Hampshire. Yes, folks, we'll be heading there for new uh, SmackDown Live, if you will. Then, July 14th, Philadelphia, get ready, Extreme Rules, they could be announcing that tonight, mm. folks, in Philly. They will be coming there to Philadelphia, PA, for Extreme Rules. July 15th, Uniondale, New York. The Nassau County Coliseum could be opening up their doors for us on Monday Night Raw. July 16th, the Worcester Mass Centrum will be welcoming us back for SmackDown Live. Then, Enel is looking forward to this. I know with great anticipation. July 22nd, the Emil Arena, ladies and gentlemen. St. Pete Times Forum, July 22nd with Monday Night Raw. And then, the 23rd, we head down to Miami. Yes, folks, mm-hmm. Miami SmackDown will be at the American mm-hmm. Airlines Arena, ladies and gentlemen, there in South Beach in the home of some plenty of great Latin cuisine and also plenty of hot, hot ladies <clears throat> in the summertime, if you will. And then <laughs> July 29th, yes, and then July 29th, 30th, we wrap up July in a big way, folks. First in North Little Rock for uh, Monday Night Raw, and yes, folks, we'll be coming back. Yes, folks, Beale Street Barbecue, and yes, Elvis Presley and Jerry the King Lawler will be dancing the night away, however, in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. The FedEx Forum will be wrapping it up in July. We're going to be there with SmackDown Live as well. So, folks, there is your schedule between now and April and also June and July. We don't know anything yet about May. We're still working on May, but, folks, that is going to be an epic, epic uh, time hmm. with Haley. Now, Chad, we talked about this earlier with Anel. We want to get your thoughts. How we talked about Tory Wilson going into the Hall of Fame. We found out earlier today. We also heard the tragic news, of course, of all things, however, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, with Luke Perry. And then we also just mentioned, as you were coming on the line, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another person did pass away earlier today. Former Prodigy Fund man, however, believe it or not, uh, Keith Flint, however, apparently, who had some connections, including Al, doing Al Snowstein in ECW, apparently committed suicide, we understand, over the weekend. We understand, according to reports, he was 47. Your thoughts about the passing of uh, both Mr. Flint and also of Luke Perry and also the news of Tory Wilson going into the Hall of Fame today. Uh, okay. Um, now, you said this last person was the front man of what? I didn't quite catch up. Prodigy. The group, the Prodigy. Oh, oh okay. I, I, I heard of them. I never heard any of their music. Uh very, 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 um, very, very shocking to say the least. Uh, uh, very blow to the uh, music world, um, <clears throat> and of course, those who were big fans of the group 
uh, of course, definitely will. Uh, this man will definitely be missed and all. Uh, will definitely, he'll definitely be missed in before that, in that continue, genre. Yeah, before we continue on, we also want to now acknowledge, ladies and gentlemen, as he is now joining us here in the last half hour. Ladies and gentlemen, the heartbreak is now joining myself, Fonzie, or has joined myself, uh, John, and <coughs> Chad, uh, and Nell. Boy, am I tongue-tied here lately. But, Fonzie, we welcome you as you guys know, John, and myself, as well as Chad here right now. So we welcome you, sir, as Chad would give us his thoughts. Time. Yeah, that's, that's what she said. said. That's what she said, right. <laughs> yes, but go on. Uh, we'll get your answers here in a few minutes to the questions I just asked uh, Chad. But Chad, please continue. Go on. <laughs> okay, uh, of course, Luke Perry, uh, very shocking indeed. Uh, uh, apparently this uh, situation was was a lot worse than, uh, than, we, than, uh, than we all thought. Uh, very, very, very big blow here indeed to... Uh, Due to, of course, like I said, uh, those who were big fans of 90210 back in the day. Uh, of course, they were talking about revamping it, bringing back some of the original cast. Uh, even though he was not originally asked to be in this new version, I'm sure that at some point down the road uh, he'll be uh, he'll be remembered in some way. I'm sure um, I'm, yes. that will not go that will not go unnoticed. Indeed, um, but uh, 52, of course. Nowadays, you know, that's almost like you know, almost like you're talking about somebody who's about half that age now. Um, you know, the, the young, the young ones are going here in life. It's like I said, but now I've said this many, many times here, folks. This, this is a very tragic, very, very tragic situation indeed. But I will say, that, I will say this though: just because you're young does not make you immortal. So you got to keep that. You definitely got to keep that in mind. So, uh, but of course, our thoughts and prayers are out to his family, and uh, we, of course, will definitely. Even though I know that I have not heard this said out in the public eye, but more than li- more than likely, you'll probably end up hearing this at some point. We will definitely, of course, respect uh, the family's privacy during their time of indeed. Well, this was a huge. This was definitely a huge blow. To, of course, like I said, uh, the entertainment world, and of course, also to, of course, the Mr. Perry's family there as well. Uh, now, talking about Tori Wilson going in the Hall of Fame, uh, uh, Hunter, very, very um, well deserved, I believe. Uh, of course, if you think about, you know, those who came in the early, early, in the early years and all that, have paved the way for your for your female competitors of today. Uh, you know, this probably came right after the part of the Attitude Era. This came during, of course, after the time when WCW, of course, was bought by the WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it now. And, of course, <clears throat> this was like kind of the next phase. You know, so technically you've got, you've got two female competitors going into this year's Hall of Fame representing two genres, if you think about it, of, of, of course, of, of the of, re- of the wrestling through the years. I mean, of course, obviously, China being inducted with DX, but also, of course, uh, Tory Wilson coming in, of course, with that with that new wave, like with the late 90s, early 2000s, basically. Uh, of course, uh, but a uh, very, very huge honor there indeed. Um, now, I know this probably was not mentioned, but as to who should induct her, uh, uh, and if you don't mind, JD, I like to take I like to take this one if if, if, if I will to ask everybody this question. And I'm right. sure this was possible already. And JD, I'll actually start with you here. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> possible 
possible people, possible person or people that could induct Tory Wilson? JD, I'll ask you first. Well, we talk about great women who've uh, dealt with Tory over the years. I think her good friend Stacy Keith will go induct her. I think Stacy would be the perfect fit for her. John, what do you think, bud? Uh, I agree with Janie on that. Neil, what do you think, bud? Um, well, I and mean, she's had she's had a lot of good um uh, matches. Like yeah, with Jazz especially, I've I've seen uh, Tori and Jazz get at it back in the day. Um, Ivory could be another one. Um, yeah, but I think uh, overall, yeah, I think JD's right. Yeah, her and Stacy have had a lot of matches together, lots. So um. That would be cool if, yeah, Stacy comes out and inducts Tori. That would be a good moment, for sure. Okay. Bonzi, do you remember Tori Wilson? Yeah, I heard. Okay. Um, do, you, do you have any ideas of who, who could be possibly a good person to, that they could ask to induct her? Who she managed the guy, a wrestler? She did the filthy animal side remember for a while. Yeah, she did that. She did Shane Douglas. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would be Shane Douglas. Of course, Rick's player's son, David. Right. That too. That too. You think you think David Flair would induct her? Probably, or I agree with okay. JD then. Well. All the all these are good potential ones. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. She said a lot of connections to so many. This is going to blow your mind. When I when I thought about the, asking this question, this is one that that came to mind. The very first thing that came to mind. This is kind of, but it, of course, as I always say, this is kind of shot in the dark. Okay, so keep that in mind. This is a shot in the dark. Billy Kidman. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because Kidman, yeah. Had, they were, were they married. Were they married? Yeah, they were married, and they were talking about having a family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Stacy, any of the other female competitors around that point in time, regardless if they were in WCW or WWE at that time, uh, uh, and, of course, like I said, uh, uh, Fonzie mentioned something about David Flair. I mean, also, like I said, I mean, it's just one of, the, one of the first ones that came to mind, and I and I read that. I remember, I remember, like I said, her walking down with uh, guys like Shane Douglas and David Flair and WCW. Mm-hmm. I remember all that too. But yeah. of course, also, mm-hmm. of course, when I came to mind, they were actually married for a short time. Um, it didn't work out very well. Was um, right. uh, Billy with Billy Kidman? But, I mean, so Kidman's right. still involved with the company. I would, I would. Yeah, he's. I think. I think he's like an assistant trainer, I think, in NXT with Norman Smiley. Or I thought he was a backstage guy. He was like a backstage guy. He's either a trainer or a backstage guy. You're right. I think one of those two. Yep, you're right. But I thought some one time handling okay. the uh, – anything like uh, stuff having to do with like, the cameras or stuff like that. I thought he had something. Yeah, that's He did right. something like that. I'm not sure. But anyway, that kid, I know – I think what last I heard was still involved with WWE. So. Yes, I uh, think so that's right. my personal guess. But overall here – uh, some very surprising stuff to start off the week. Of course, as we get ready, of course, talk about the next pay per view. Uh, what blew my mind, of course, a story that uh, JD mentioned to me, and I read this during my promo last night, was the, of course, story about, about the WWE writers going, staying up as late as three, 3 o'clock in the morning trying to yeah, finalize really the, 
fast lane. Only four matches are are, are up so far, which is kind of shocking. So. Well, speaking of this but week, right? speaking of this, sorry, but speaking of this week, how are, uh, before you finish up, what you were going to say real quick, how are, let us know what's going on tap for this week, Howard. I'll be right back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here at 4.38 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Monday, March 4, 2019, on WWS for All Radio. <coughs> Just to let everyone know here what will be taking place here. Uh, don't forget this Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night, uh, of course, our mothership broadcast, WWS Revolution. Also, Thursday night, our second installment, uh, NWO Wolfpack. Also, ladies and gentlemen, this coming Sunday, our prediction show for Fastlane Special Edition of Revolution. Um, we'll let you know this Tuesday night, tomorrow night, our live video feed will be from WWS and Empire. Wednesday night, our video feed for Revolution will be from True Pioneers of Wrestling. Uh, this Thursday night, we'll pack our live video feed will be from the Video Vault. This Friday on Revolution, our live video feed will be from Wrestling Done Right. Of course, a group started by our own Rhonda Rushright, by the way. And this coming Sunday, of course, our prediction show, the video will be from WWUS Network News. Also, don't forget tomorrow night on Revolution, folks, who will be naming the second inductee in the WWUS Hall of Fame class of 2019. We, of course, started off last week and all that by announcing that, that the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodd's mother, Christy, is the first inductee. Of course, our Resident Mama, as I was called her, <laughs> and uh, I did actually work. Uh, I did actually work with MLD that uh, that she was really honored with the, which she was really happy with the honor, and like I said, that our next participant will be uh, answered, will be brought up this Tuesday night on Revolution. Also, don't forget Wrestling Revisited tomorrow night at seven o'clock, one three nine nine three six. Also, Outside the Ropes Wednesday night at six thirty, one four one three eight seven pound. Uh, let's see, at 8 o'clock Wednesday night, don't forget WWS Wrestling Debate, 139925. Also, don't forget this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, two two big-time things will take place. First off, of course, WWS Power Hour, 141364-pound at 6 o'clock. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the match we were supposed to have this past Saturday due to circumstances beyond my control was unable to get that match that, that, there too this past weekend. But we are going to do it this coming Saturday night at 9 o'clock, 146507 pound, as the Iceman will defend the NWA US National Championship against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. And the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach is scheduled to be in the corner of the Heartbreak Kid. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with, of course, a lineup of what will be taking place here in our. On our uh, shows in the network here this coming week, starting with, of course, tomorrow night. <clears throat> and also, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be sure to uh, just on just on a, a quick plug I want to bring out here that I've been plugging, of course, on all of our shows here in recent memory. Uh, don't forget, of course, if you're an avid eBay, eBay, oh, eBay, I'm sorry, eBay visitor, <laughs> eBay visitor uh, be sure to check out, of course, a store on eBay known as Perpetual Uniquity. Of course, all different uh, types of items, of course, uh, posted everything from clothes, rock and roll memorabilia, uh, DVDs of all sorts, including a few wrestling DVDs out there, folks. I won't go and let you know about that as well. Uh, and also other fun things as well. Uh, of course, reasonable prices there indeed. Uh, be sure to check that out, uh, www.ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity. 
That's P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. <clears throat> uh, be sure to check that out. I said more items are being added on every day. So def uh, definitely, be, definitely check that out here, of course. Um, as, as, of course, uh, I am pleased to announce that on all of our shows here in the radio network. So uh, looking for anything in particular, you know, go on that, go on to that little store there. Was almost 300 items are posted there, even as we speak, and more likes are being added every day. So definitely check it out here, of course. <clears throat> like I said, if you're an av avid user of eBay. There you go. Now I said that right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with my little, little uh, review of what will be taking place in the network here this week. Uh, <clears throat> for now, this is Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw. Now I'm going to lay, lay on back, and I'm going to uh, throw it right back to, to the man who who shocked us all by, by throwing, burning his tutu like gold, like gold dust burned his uniform a few years ago. That is the Iceman, Jerky Geronimo. J.D., yes. go ahead, please. Thank you very much, Chad. Yes, I did, Howard, and believe me, I'll be, uh, I'll be having more than a gold uh, tutu uh, next Monday when Raw comes here. I'll give you a heads up on that, all of you guys, right now, ahead of time, because I will be at Raw next Monday. But thank you, yes, uh, we definitely got an action-packed week ahead, as Chad said, and don't forget, of course, this Sunday, the big prediction challenge as well. Also this week, we will have, uh, like I said, some of us will have our predictions early this week and give you our thoughts, Howard, as well. Uh, to say this. Let's give you the number again. one six zero five five six two zero four 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 one three eight seven four four pound. We are wrapping up shortly another episode of our radio for the first uh, Monday of March, March four, twenty nineteen, ladies and gentlemen. Three four nineteen, ladies and gentlemen. The human suplex machine along with the Iceman, Mr. WCW, and of course the Rattlesnake and the Heartbreak Kid all join us here today. Of course, as we said, don't forget eleven thirty PM tonight, folks, on Facebook Live.com, John will have a lot to talk about, including his fast lane predictions, his thoughts about Tory Wilson going into the Hall of Fame and also some other news, including, however, what happened this past week involving his baseball team, of course, which was a very bad uh, thing to discuss. And I'm just going to say how it was a very bittersweet <laughs> thing, let's just say. In hey, the John. Don't do it, Fonzie. Don't do it. Don't do no, it. No, Don't no, do no. it. No, listen. Jeez, I'm not okay. going to do it. John. Yes, uh, John, uh, Fonzie has something to say to you. What? Fonzie, you there? What's yeah, that? Yeah. No, nah, okay. I know you feel sad, bro, about your buddy, Bruce Harper, but um, this, I know it's a heartbreaking, like, the same, same like us or something would have happened to us, yeah, so, just stay calm in there, buddy, all right? I yeah. will. Definitely, yeah. Right. Like I said, a lot of people are saying right now, a lot of people are feeling, like I said, earlier folks uh, are not very feeling very happy after what Mr. Harper did by jumping up north to Philadelphia from the nation's capital after eight years with the Nats just last week signing that big record 13 years $335 million $25 million a year contract with the Phillies but folks next week however on Raw Radio however we'll talk about the aftermath of Fastlane however and get everyone's thoughts however about the final four and give you our thoughts about what will be March Madness time and also a little fun with uh, St. Patrick's Day, if you will, week, if you will. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We always have fun with those shows, folks. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give you our raw ratings and predictions here as we're winding down the uh, show here as it's coming up on 10 to 5. We'll start it off first, Tower with the Human Suplex Machine. Then we'll go to Chad. Fonzie will be third. Anel, you'll go fourth. I will go last today 
if I can get it in. So, guys, let's do it right now. We've had no matches announced yet. Chad, what do you see happening in Philadelphia tonight, especially with Charlotte showing up and talk about Roman and Batista showing up, too? What do you see in Philadelphia? I'm trying to was going first. Oh, sorry, John. Yeah, let's go. Sorry, I've been flooping it up the last 45 minutes, but that's okay. Hey. John, go ahead. You're up, my man. You get okay. Up. Well, we know Batista's going to return tonight, and we know mm-hmm. Charlotte's going to mm-hmm. get the Raw Women's Championship, which at least I don't think. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see a match between Rollins and McIntyre. Okay. And... I don't expect them going the same route like they did when they did a 2.0. I expect them to go down a little 1.8. All right. Very good prediction there, John. Thank you very and much. And, guys, Anil, Fonzie, Chad, JD, adios. Later, John. Be careful right. tonight. Yeah. We'll catch up with you later this evening. Hasta la vista, guys. Later. And guys, uh, don't forget this Thursday, the Human Suplex Machine will be celebrating his 28th birthday, however, and boy, oh boy, we're going to have a good old-fashioned time with Wolfpack on Thursday night, so be ready for that one. Chad, you get the next one. What's your rating and what are your thoughts about tonight's show in Philly? Okay, I like, said, like you said, we don't have any knowledge of any matches yet. Uh, of course, like I said, I hope they come up with something here, of course, with the prelude to Prelude to Fastlane here. Um, my mat, the, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say, yeah. not bad, fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, you know what? I'm going to go out on, on a big limb here. Since I saw saw this last, last week and all that, it was kind of it was kind of sad about how it ended up. I'm going to say there's a rematch between Ambrose and McIntyre. Okay. This is, this is a shot in the dark. That's okay, no problem. And, okay, and as for the rate, I'm going to say... It, well, like I said, what, may, what helped it last week was obviously the thing with Ric Flair. Even mm-hmm. though even Batista helped, uh, Batista, you know, uh, taking them out, but still, it, it kind of helped the ratings a little bit. Uh, like John said, it was probably going to go down a little bit. I'm going to say like a 1.85. Okay, very good rating there, Chad. Uh, and now you're next, my man. Or no, wait, sorry, Fonzie, you're next, then and now, then me. And Fonzie, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, gonna, who's going to start off first? Will be Bear Corbin as once again. Yep. Uh, he'll start out, or maybe we get the Batista out and uh, challenge, call out Triple H. Right. Um, but uh, I don't think no matches are listed. How huh, JD? Huh? Right. I didn't say no matches. There's no matches. Like okay. Well. I think it's going to be a match coming up. I'm going to say the main event uh, will probably be Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre and, and Drew McIntyre's boyfriends. So, and they're going to go down one five. Ooh, okay. And now you're next, my man. What do you got for us? Ah. Uh, 
I mean, can you, okay, can you do me a favor, though? Can you, uh, sure. can you go on the road? You're breaking out, what'd you say? You're kind of breaking out still, I can't hear you. Check what? What matches are available? I'm saying, can you check the, yeah, can you check for me? Yeah, I'll check real quick, Howard, before we go on. I don't think there's been any matches listed yet, though, tonight. Like I'm saying, like I'm saying for the preview. Like, is there any preview uh, for for Raw tonight? Uh, let me be a preview, find out. Right, of what, find what out might happen. Let me find out real quick. Hold on. Okay. Before we do that, ladies and okay. gentlemen, I do have an update on another WWE pay per view, ladies and gentlemen. We understand that Money in the Bank will be held in Hartford, Connecticut. That's right, Hartford, Connecticut. And this year, guys, you're going to be amazed, however. It's going to be held, however. On May 19th from the XL Center in Hartford, Connecticut, tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 in the morning. So, folks, Money in the Bank will now be pushed back from June, however, to May. So there you go, folks. How That is our next paper following WrestleMania. It will be Money in the Bank May 19th, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets will go on sale this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. We have heard, however, like I said, here's the report. We understand, however, that uh, Michael Che and Colin Jost will be on the show, hosting the show. What is the status of the Raw Women's Championship? Uh, Balor and Lashley, Intercontinental and Extraordinary has been only, that's the only match we've heard so far, but what is the status of the Raw Women's title and is it a shield reunion on the horizon? That's just some of the things that are being discussed right now for tonight's show. So those are the thoughts right now. So now go ahead. And now you're with us still. Have we lost it now, folks? I don't know. We've lost, we've already just lost Fonji, so Fonji, we want to thank you, Chad, and also John for coming on the air this afternoon. Don't forget, 11.30 p.m., facebooklive.com. Uh, we'll have a lot to talk about Fastlane, if you will, however. He will definitely mention that, as well as his thoughts about the Bryce Harper situation, also the Hall of Fame following Tory Wilson, an update on the whole Luke Perry story. Uh, you know, did you hear what I said earlier about uh, the Money in the Bank show, or no? Apparently, we are having a difficult time, ladies and gentlemen, hearing from Anel. So we're going to try one more time. Anel, are you with us? Okay, hold on a second. Hold on, let me just... Okay, okay, here we go. Anel's back with us now. We had a little bit of an issue there. Anel's back with us Oof, now. Okay. 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 Uh, I, no, so, uh, so what did... Uh... What did you read about Raw? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask first. It's Finn and Lashley, they said so far. They said that Money in the Bank will be held okay. May 19th, Howard. They're pushing Money in the Bank to May 19th now, and tickets will go on sale this Friday at the Hartford XL Center. So they're going to push it to May 19th. The week before AEW, they're going to do Money in the Bank on May 19th, and tickets will go on sale this Friday morning. Okay, so so you so you've heard uh, Lashley and Finn might might get again. Yeah, and also Colin Jost and Michael Che of SNL's Weekend Update will be the host tonight. Yes, I'm gonna go with that as the main event. My rating will go one seven this week. What's your, you have the final word now? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean they're doing six man tag, right? So they're doing Shield versus um, what is it, Braun? Uh, uh, Corbin and uh, McIntyre. Yeah, Corbin, McIntyre, Elias, and uh, Lashley possibly Elias. Shield and Braun in an eight-person tag. They couldn't announce. They couldn't announce. They couldn't not send an eight-person tag. Maybe this uh, Sunday, maybe tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I think yeah, so I think that that might be a good uh, main event. Yeah, to get get all eight together in a tag match to just get to just get the feeling of of the uh, of of it if it if it becomes that way, like eight man tag to end the night. That would be yep. pretty cool uh, for an main event. I'll say that, and then I'll give it a one eight as well. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Chanel. And again, as I said, I want to thank Mr. Uh, WCW Chad Hinshaw, Neil Patel, the Rattlesnake, Mr. Uh, Ch- of course, John Gross, the Human Suplex Machine, Fonzie the Heartbreak Kid, and yours truly, Iceman here. Next week, folks, we'll have a lot to talk about, including the aftermath of Fastlane and also a preview of Raw in Pittsburgh, which I will be attending. Also, some St. Patrick's Streets View and March Madness discussion will be on the topic as well. Be sure to join us at 3 p.m., folks. Have a great rest of the night and the rest of the evening. And again, 11.30 p.m., FacebookLive.com. Check out John's Facebook video on the GRHS at facebooklive.com and Nell and I will be on however, on the Chris Peeps show at 11.30 tonight be sure to check that out on the Chris Peeps show ladies and gentlemen also this Thursday be sure to check out his predictions however, and also our predictions later this week however, on Talk Show as well for Fastlane it should be a great night of action as well so folks we will talk to you next Monday have a great rest of the night have a great rest of the week stay warm stay safe be careful everyone Again, as we said at the beginning of the show today, involving Luke Perry. Rest in peace, Luke Perry. And now has left us now, ladies and gentlemen, so we want to thank him for joining us. Uh, again, Luke Perry, on behalf of myself, Chad, and us, the gang, Howard, we are sorry to say goodbye to you, my friend, and we will always remember you. Rest in peace, my friend, and Godspeed. We will talk to you again tomorrow night at 7 p.m. with Wrestling Revisited and then 9 o'clock with Revolution. So, for the Human Suplex Machine, Mr. WCW, the Rattlesnake, and the Heartbreak Kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside here at the Wells Fargo Arena in Philadelphia. We'll talk to you again later this week. Have a good rest of your Monday evening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. And here's a little Fast Times with Richmond High from Sammy Hagar as we close out our first Monday of the year, however, in 2019, here on Raw Radio. Enjoy, everyone.